Welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me, as always, partner in crime, Sergeant McCluskey. What's going on, bro? I don't think I can watch YouTube anymore. <clears throat> Every week, the news just gets worse and worse and worse. It's not even news anymore. It's just them shouting whatever happens. But Right. <laughs> whatever like, happens, they just shout it out. No one. Yeah, but here's the best part. Nobody vets any stories. One person runs with it, gets wind of it because it's on Reddit, and then everyone just makes a video about it, and no one gives a shit what the context is or anything. They just, I heard it, I heard it on, I heard it on YouTube, and it's true. It, so, it's it's becoming more and more apparent what the true definition of fake news actually is. It's not just to say it. It's Right, just yelling out shit before you have all the facts together. Just, right, and it's, then a, a crowd of people agree with you and they shout it, and so now it's the mob mentality. <clears throat> and now it's right. It's the mob mentality. Right? Like the 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 reviews for Captain Marvel, I I I can't read because I start laughing every time I start reading them. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you a link to a uh, to a video. It's straight up sarcasm. It's fantastic. This guy is a British guy. He's going over. Uh, how you should go see Captain Marvel. He was all wrong about it, right? And how he his upbringing was a complete shambles because of his parents of the movies they used to watch and how they raised him to watch movies. And while he's talking and saying all this stuff, he's showing every badass woman movie that there is in existence from like 1960s all the way up to today, right? And he's like, he's like, yeah, movies back then. They didn't have any strong women. He's just shooting a machine gun and like lightsabers going off, you know, or not lightsaber, but sword fighting going on. He's like, they show, they show um, Sigourney Weaver from Aliens. They show, uh, what's her name from Terminator? They, <laughs> Xeno Warrior, Princess Xeno Warrior, right? They show, he's showing all this as he's talking, so like monotone and just making fun of it the whole time. It's, it's priceless. I'll, I'll see you a link afterwards. It's, it's hilarious. It's so good. Uh, is that what it's gonna be? Is that what it's gonna be called, Tally? Is this gonna be the age of outrage? Is that is that an actual line? That's, is that what's happening? That's a great that's a great tag for a podcast. The age of wanna, outrage. I, I don't want to even see a history book from some child come out and say, "Can you help me, Uncle James, with my history?" There, what the hell is the age of outrage? <laughs> You've lived it. You were what in the it. Hell? It was nine. It was two thousand thirteen to two thousand twenty. <laughs> Copyright pending. Oh no, you don't. Oh, no, you don't. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Those of you that are listening to the first time, we're live here on Mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming. So if you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Google Play, or any of the other platforms, you can listen to us live Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern on Mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming. If you're listening to this after the fact, I do appreciate you listening to any of us on any of those platforms. And we're still in the top 25. We're still in the top 25. In Malaysia, yeah, baby, we're still keeping our top twenty-five spot in Malaysia. Shout out to you guys in Malaysia. Woo! 
I don't know if you guys can understand what I'm saying right now, but woo! <laughs> apparently, apparently it doesn't matter. <laughs> right, so it's awesome. Awesome. Uh, on today's show, we have lots and lots to talk about. We're going to be talking about gas. Now, we're not talking about gas you go to the pump and fill up your car with. We're talking games as service. Games as service. Okay, gas. We're talking about that. We're going to be talking about uh, a little bit about the new Xbox that might or may not be coming out. We're going to be talking about Borderlands 3 making an appearance. And we're going to talk about speculation. If the world got flipped upside down, we're going to talk about what if Borderlands did something unheard of compared to other games, right? So uh, uh, compared to other Borderlands. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Battlefield 5 leaked. Leaked. Firestorm information straight off the leaked press of the entire video of the <laughs> of the of the Battle Royale, but it's it's leaked. Okay, we're going to be talking about Anthem. We're going to be talking about Anthem um, and how the honeymoon stage is over for me. The honeymoon stage is over for me, and we're going to div- we're going to go right into it. We we divorced we divorced our know, girlfriend. You do know that if if the news was a bucket, okay, <laughs> the leak would be the hole in the bucket that everyone knows is there. Right. Right. So you just be pouring news in and it just shooting out the side and like, <laughs> yeah, it's a leak. We had no idea it was coming out. Yeah, we had no idea. No idea. No idea out. was gonna be coming out this hole right here that we we drilled ourselves in the side of this bucket at the bottom. So it's always spewing out, not the top, right? It's always at the it's always at the at the bottom of the bucket. I can't I can't stand I can't stand it. There, there's no such thing as leaked. Sure there is, Sarge. Sure sure there okay. is. Um, we're going to talk about, let's see another one. One of, one of the other things we're not doing the story that Duplass uh, sent us with the, I don't care about the overpriced people. I thank you for the story Duplass, but I'm not going to talk about the overpaid people. Um, and we're not going to be talking about the steam game that brain sent us about the, uh, the game of, uh, a, there's a game that someone created about raping. We're going to, we're going to take that off the docket as well. We're not going to talk about that. Um, but we are going to di- dive into a, a bunch of other topics. Uh, I do appreciate you guys submitting stories. If you want to submit any stories, you can hit us up on the Discord channel. Uh, and Discord, you can submit stories to the submit stories to GXG uh, for each week. Um, I don't. I do uh, delete them each week and try to put the so you guys can just use that as the the platform to to load your stories. All right. <clears throat> Safe choice about it. Well, the only reason I didn't do it, Fox, is because I I don't know if the developer's a man or a woman. And I, if it was, if it was a woman, I would, I would take it, um, I would take it in a different form because we don't, we, we take the stories as is, but we also, I put some insight in, into it. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. All right. So first story, since we're talking about, um, what, what did we, we talk about? We were talking about uh, leaks. Let's just let's just jump into the leaked. Actually, you know what? Yeah, we'll, we'll do the leaked footage first. The leaked footage of Battlefield Five. I'll bring that up. We'll watch a short I, video. I don't. I don't. I don't understand how EA thinks that their the business model is to compete against their own game. I don't. I don't. I know how that works for them. Well, you got to remember, right? You got to remember that. I always compare this to like a supermarket, right? Like they put the ads in the paper, and there's sale items, and you go in for the sale item, and while you're there, you're going to make another purchase, okay? With EA, 
they're they have such an assortment of games that are out there. Their library is huge. Like if you think of a game that you don't want to play, but you're like, I want to play that game. Oh, it's EA. I don't want to play that game. Like there's tons of them, right? So not every game is going to make money for them, right? And that's what Apex is. Apex is that sale item that gets you in the door, okay? Because it's free, right? And they're making microtransactions. They're making actually more money than a game like Anthem or a game like Battlefield, right? They just have this huge assortment of of gas, right, stored underneath them, right? It's just going to be a running joke, right? They have a whole, whole bunch of gas that they're that they're selling to people, and they're trying to get them to their that that Origins premiere, right? The fifteen dollar fifteen dollar state to get them in. Right. It's not so, about the so, initial so sale. Make, so make enough gas games where nobody in their right mind can keep up by logging in every day to play a gas game. Right. It's not. But now instead, I should just give them fifteen dollars a month to have the privilege of going onto any gas I want to play with. Right. So basically, it's about it's about quantity and not quality. Right. So they're just they just keep making more games. And we'll go over this a little bit later. We have a story with Amy Henning, the the lead developer of that Star Wars game that got canceled about EA. We have a story about that that we're going to go over. So let's 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 check out this Firestorm. Open minded. Right. I'm a big Battlefield guy. I want I want I want this to sell me. I want this to me. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. This is brand new for me. We're going to watch this. Let's let's check it out. Fight for your life in Firestorm, a real game mode playable in solo, duo, or with a squad. You will begin each game by parachuting into the vast open world. Pick your landing spot carefully. Landmarks can be rich in loot, but also full of danger. Objectives and safes are scattered throughout the map. Acquiring them gives you access to reinforcements, rare loot, and epic combat vehicles. Vehicles can turn the tide of an engagement and carry you great distances, but they can also reveal your location and be countered with anti-vehicle weaponry and gadgets. When you find a weapon, be aware of its rarity. A common gun is a good starting point, but an epic has advantages like scope, extended magazine, and reduced recoil. Each weapon class uses its own ammunition type. You can only carry a limited amount, so manage your inventory wisely and share your loot amongst your squad. Backpacks found throughout the map can expand your inventory capacity, allowing you to carry more weapons, gadgets, and armor. Firestorm is an even playing field. There are no class-specific benefits. If you're downed, you can still fire a sidearm and be revived by allies. But once you bleed out or are finished off, you are out of the game. There are no second chances in Firestorm. Scavenge. Fight. Survive. Fire. Okay. So <clears throat> I think Tweak just said it the best right in chat right there, right? There's no way to sell me on a paid BR game since I can play so many for free, right? And this is what we're just talking about. End, end of discussion. Right, right. I mean, the game looks cool, right? The game mode looks interesting, but that's just another game mode of a, assortment of other game modes, right? On top of this, they're also bringing out a limited time rush mode. Remember Rush? Like the number one game mode that was in bad company Two and right but we, we we don't want it there always because we liked it so much we only want it there for a limited time and then take it away from us that's that's a great idea i like that idea so what i think that's a what even crazy. their even their spin even their spin on it i mean it's single duos and quads really there's no spin on it i'm i'm, I'm ashamed that they actually put single player and duos in there because battlefield itself 
is a group-based game. And going against that alone is off-putting to me. Yes, I have a choice. I can play the squad-based one. But to make yourself stand out, you would think you would make, what about four to eight-player squads instead of, like, all squad-based, bigger squads, four, eight, 12, 16, maybe it's four teams of 16. You know what I mean? Something along those lines to make it feel a little different, right? So some of you are Japan, some of you are Germany, some of you are, you know what I mean? Like different, different. Listen, I think I think what they talked about in that trailer would be good just in the normal game by itself based on squads. Right. You don't need to make a BR version. Exactly. You just, you just make it squad-based people inside the war. And then we're looking for those items in the game, those safes, those things. Our squad's got objectives, and maybe during the match, we find the rare or uncommon weapon. Right. <clears throat> Sorry, I forgot to put my headset in. You guys are getting feedback or not. It's just weird to me, because they, they said they're putting their own spin on stuff. And what's their own spin on stuff? I, I looked at that video, and all I saw was the exact same thing I see in every BR. There's there's a pile of bullets and guns on the ground. What's their spin? Putting putting the the safes there. Well, their, their spin is it's World War II with British women cricket bats. That's that's a, <laughs> that's their spin. Their, their spin with amputee arms like in the in the in the battlefield. I mean, I don't I don't really see from from that video. I don't see EA spin on a battle royale. It just it's a battle royale with World War II, right? I it doesn't. It doesn't appeal to me. It does look fun. It, I was like, oh, okay, cool. But then here's the, here's the problem when you have all these game modes, right? Let's say this takes off. Let's say this takes off for Battlefield. What does that leave for the rest of the game, right? If this becomes super popular, let's say like an Apex, let's say there's 25 million people playing, okay, the Battle Royale in Battlefield 5, then where does Battlefield go from there? Where do they go? No oh, one's the playing. No one's the playing the rest of the modes. The hope is that they'll go from there to the normal game. Right, but what that's, I'm saying is yeah, yeah. if there's 25 million people, no one, no one's going to go play that because they're there for the BR if the BR is really good. right? If it's really good, no one's going to go play the rush mode that's temporarily there. No one's going to go play the, the road one where it's – it's what, what is it called? The glory? Road to glory or whatever it is? Um, no, no one's going to go play that. Just like – there's 125 million people playing Fortnite at the top pinnacle part, or whatever it was, 250 million people. Not many people switched over to the single-player PvE version of the game, right? Why? When they can play the game for absolutely free on well, the Battle gonna, Royale. This there's, is There's always going to be people who like the genre, and they're going to go try it. And the ones who have Battlefield already, the ones who weren't mad when the game first came out, who are eagerly waiting for BR to come out because that's the reason why they got it, because BR is coming. So when the when BR comes out, we're gonna hear from the people who actually love the game how their BR is. I don't have to wait for the guys who don't want to play Battlefield tell me about it because they're gonna be there day one. Yeah, but my, my my problem is I don't see this happening, right? Just like Tweak said, it's paid to get in. So right now there's seven million people that own this game. Seven point three million people that own this game. Right, we know that for a fact because they said they well, were one million they, short. They purchased it, we right? They purchased it. They, actually, the, the the player base is around the player base is around five million, I believe, is is the people that are playing it. Like, like you have your hardcore fans, like you have the people playing it. You can't tell me five million people are all going to play battle royale and then they're going to be like, "Oh, this is it, 
I'm never playing anything else again. Because then what's the point of having everything else? What's that? What's the point of having everything else that they're working on with? It's like seg- segments, right? It's segments where if they have the BR and it works really well, well, then what's, what does that mean? Let's just say the BR takes off. Does that mean they're going to abandon the rest of Battlefield for what Battlefield is and then just go straight up BR like like Call of Duty is doing? Well, if, if Battlefield goes full BR, then that just makes it Call of Duty. Right. Exactly. That's all, that, that's all that makes it. So then it's not Battlefield BR. It's just now carbon Call copy. Of, Call of Duty. It's carbon copy. Right. I don't know if what what would what would Battlefield have to do? What would Battlefield have to do, Chat and Sarge, to get you to purchase this game? To to be a part of this of this mm, game. Let's see. What would I have to do to play this? Mm. That's a good idea, Brain. Putting challenges in other game modes for, to unlock for Soderlin to have a, a an epiphany and throw himself off a building. Oh Jesus. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. What? Turn, it's cleansing. Tur, turn me I've into wronged a, everyone. I must be punished and throws himself off a building. Turn me into a gamer, period. They would have to turn you into a gamer? <clears throat> oh, what is she now? Game. She's not a gamer. She admits she's not a gamer. How many games have you played? Have you played any of the, of the games that besides Warframe? I think you played but Warframe. She's, she's, she's usually uh, exuberant about games. Yeah, yeah. No, she likes watching the games. I don't think yes. she actually like plays a lot of the games. Um, I played Overwatch. There you go. It's a really bad game to get into. Like, you don't pick Overwatch as like a an entry to gaming. Well, if, if she played Borderlands one a little, you might as well just go to Borderlands two, brain. That's a whole at least a month. You guys can hang out in Borderlands world for a long time. Borderlands two. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, I'll, I would come in and help. I'd come in and start a whole character over just to go around with you guys. That's how much I love that game. <laughs> Borderlands one and two, or just, you like Borderlands the, two the more? Second, the yeah, second yeah. One. No, I played the two. first one all the way through, but the yeah, second yeah, one it's is... just not as good. It's not as good as the second one. Um, all right, so that's that's it. That's the first story we're talking about. Battle BR. What what would it have to do to get you back? And I don't think uh, I don't think it's showing me enough. I I, I think it's a, too little, too late uh, for Battlefield. Right. Um, next, I really, stri- I really like Battlefield. I, I love just... Battlefield, but I don't love Battlefield because the guy told me not to buy it, so I'm just listening. To the right. guy, he said, "I'm uneducated." Right. So he I, said, I "Don't buy it." Buy it. I was, All right, I'm buy not going to buy it. I'll wait till it goes on sale. So that's what I'm waiting for. I decided to take my F cats. I failed, and so I cannot <laughs> buy Battlefield. Okay, so EA or E, yeah, EA will not be at E3. They're going to be doing their their press conference, the EA Play, which is the weekend before the actual event. This is what I don't understand about E3, though. Right, for the last couple of years. We've had it starts on it starts on a Monday and goes through Thursday. But yet they start the conference on Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the for the entry, but then the the, the, the convention opens up and the fake thing and then PlayStation has theirs on, on Monday and then Nintendo has theirs on Tuesday. It, it's so confusing. It's almost as confusing as the anthem slash division launch dates of what when you get the game and when you don't get the game and what, what game did you actually buy. So they're not going to be at E3. And a lot of people are like, yay, there's no point. But what are they going to be doing for the three days? I, I read this article, okay, and they're going to be there for three days in their in their own little area, okay? They're, they're going to be there. The actual conference begins on Tuesday, June 11th, 
Okay, EA Play starts on Friday, June 7th, but the company describes an all-new EA Play kickoff event. While the post doesn't detail the specific plans, it does claim that there will be multiple live streams to replace more standard press conference on Saturday, June 8th, and Sunday, June 9th. What are they showing? What... What are well, they coming but, out with, and what games are going to be there to play? Remember, it's it's about other stuff as well. It's not just about games. It's the other product that they might sell for the company that might sell. But I, I I personally don't think I don't think I don't think it's worth it to the companies anymore to spend that kind of money for the advertisement at E3 when they can do it themselves via the internet. It just seems right. like N Nintendo, even though Nintendo did it completely ass backwards and wrong. They, they were the smart ones. Why are we spending money to go there? We'll just video ourselves and we'll send the vid feed to right. the thing when it's our turn to go up. Right. We're not paying right. for We're not playing for floor space. We're not renting this. We're not flying people out. We're not hauling trucks over there. And so the puppet thing turned me off for like years. Like, I, <laughs> right? Close your eyes. You're like, oh, oh. Right. Oh. Like the puppet thing was like ridiculous, but they had the right idea. We can just show everything we want to show without actually spending that kind of money because it's an obscene amount of money to like rent floor space and the whole thing. And not not that they don't have the money, but let's be honest, they're all cutting back because they had a bad year. And so we, we, we have to find out another way. It just can't be the normal E3. It'll be other ways. Right. The, the problem that I have with this Okay, let's just say what what games are they showing at their events here? Like they, they make a booth, they have they have the floor space and stuff. They're making their own event, right? Okay, there'll be Anthem. Okay, okay, there'll be Apex Legends. Okay, there'll be uh, FIFA and Madden. But that's all. But the, what what else? What else are they showing? There, but there isn't anything. Right. Battle look Battlefield. We don't we don't know what it's gonna be this year. We don't know if it's gonna be Battlefront or Battlefield. We just know it's a Battle something game coming out this year. Do we? Yeah. Do we? Because it's not yeah. going to be Battlefield. Battlefield came out this year, so it has to be Battlefront. And I That's think they, I, mean. I think there's been no evidence of anything. There's been no leaks, Sarge. There's been no leaks of any Star well, Wars game well, in works let's, let's from EA. Let's follow through. Let's follow through. Besides here, respawns, right? the, the Jedi, Fallen Jedi, whatever. Right. Let, let's let's follow through here. The original statement was every other year Battlefront, Battlefield, right? And we know it's got to take at least two years to make the damn game. So in the middle of the Battlefield cycle. They were already making whatever other game there was. Correct. So they have something that they were working on. Right. Now, if they pissed off the cliff into the wind about Battlefront, okay, and they can't release it again, then it's got to be something else coming out. Well, I'm assuming it's like, this other Star Jedi. Star Wars VR. Why no? <laughs> Bro. Bro. Well, I think, Bro. I think what Star they're going to. Star Wars VR. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think what they might be yes. doing. Here, here's here's what I think they're doing, right? I think this is what they're gonna do. One, they had the Star Wars Fallen Jedi, which is a, a supposedly a single player game, right? That might be the game that's coming out, but they might just take Battlefront Two, and they might just have a big update for it, right? They might just have the new maps and such that come out for this third film, and just have an update with that, and that is it. That's they're just gonna repurpose Battlefront Two this year, two years later. They're gonna repurpose it. Add new content, maybe they do a big update, and then that'll be their their, their Star Wars. They're not doing I I don't think they're gonna do a Star Wars Battlefront three. Okay. I think they're just gonna add on to Battlefront two this year. Okay. Jedi Fallen Order, whatever that game is called, I believe that's what it's called, Bunny, is going to be shown at Star Wars Celebration on April thirteenth. That's the first time you'll see it. That's the first time you'll see it. You'll see a trailer. You'll see something. 
You'll, you might see a still picture. Who who knows, right? But right. it's gonna it's gonna Polaroid. be that. a Polaroid of a dark figure playing what looks like a Star Wars game. <laughs> It'll be framed. It'll be framed. So it's real. Can you imagine if Sarge is right and they just come out with the Star Wars BR game? <laughs> I would I would lose my shit. I would lose my shit. I'd be like, oh believable. Don't think for a second they're not doing it, bro. <laughs> Don't think for a second. Minimal effort. They could add it. They could add a BR. They could add a BR. All depending all depending on how Battlefront Battlefront turns out or Battlefield turns out, they might add a Battlefront BR to Battlefront 2. I could see it. I could see it happening. How about uh, just make a game? How about how about that? How about how about you just make a game, sell the game? Like actual fin finish the game? Yeah, just just finish the game. Yeah. That would be that'd be a smart idea. Uh, Battlefront VR. There you go. So what do you, what do you, I, I was talking about BR games the other day and I was like, I was like, I'm waiting. The only way I'll get back into a BR game is I want a Sims game, right? The Sims BR. It's a hundred people in your house and they're all killing each other to use the bathroom. That's it. That's the BR game. The Sims death to bathroom. <laughs> That's it. That's that's what I want to see. It's BR for the BM. Right. Oh, BR. Yeah. <laughs> B, it's, it's the Sims BR BM. No, no. It's it's BR BR. It's right. It's bathroom. No. It's it's battle royale bathroom. That's what it is. It's ba BR BR. Bathroom bowel movement. Yeah. <laughs> right. The that's BR, it. BR BR BM. <laughs> Sims BR BRM. From EA. From EA. Most intense, intense game ever Ch for the Sims Ch ever. Ch challenge ever. <laughs> Soda one's outdone himself this time, bringing the Sims back to BR. Right. In BR, BR, BM. <laughs> the squatter. <laughs> it's BR, BR squared. BR squared M, BM. I, I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan. Look, Apex is a fun game. I liked it. It filled the gap between the demo of Anthem and the, and the coming out of Anthem, right? Um. So... I don't know where EA is going with this. As far as what's the next up for for EA, they, I think right now they're doing a complete complete change. Right, Apex came out and like shattered what they thought was going to happen. They were on the on the cusp of losing everything, right? The loot boxes and everything, and they changed it up with Apex. Okay, and wait till Apex gets those gets the season pass in, and people are just spending thirty dollars a season. Just wait. People are like it's a free to play game. Thirty bucks. Free to play game, thirty bucks. Not many people know this, and it's not really spoken of. But in Apex Legends, you only get what is it twenty? Is it twenty free things or forty five? I think it's forty five free loot boxes, and after that, you don't get any free ones anymore. Like you have to level up, and you get one I think randomly or some shit. I don't even know what happens after the forty five free ones, because you just don't get any more. So we'll see what happens there because then the game pass will come out. They'll you'll pay like ten bucks, whatever the virtual currency is, the coin, the whatever it's called, and you'll get items in there that you'll unlock, and that's how you'll unlock stuff from now on, right? I mean that's just what it is. So EA saw this and were like, all right, well, what else can we do? Then they made Anthem. They made the cosmetics in Anthem, right? And there's people that were 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 doing stuff in Anthem where they're getting too much coin. And then they were getting banned, but they were getting banned because of, of 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 glitches, not because of the alts they were doing, 
but because the ults were killing bosses too fast and the bosses dropped coin and they were getting too much coin. And if everyone started doing this, well, their whole fucking economy would be good shattered because they're banking on they're banking on the the uh, the cosmetics in their game to make money for them in the long run, right? So you can how does, only how does that how does that stop them from buying? No, it doesn't stop them from buying. It makes them buy it faster. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, how does the glitch correlate to me not buying cosmetics if I was going to buy cosmetics? If if I sit there and kill a boss over and over. One, I'm getting unlimited uh, drops of of engrams, whatever you want to call them, right? Yeah. And you're getting you're getting more loot faster. Yeah. And, and you're also getting coin faster, right? Okay. Because when you kill the boss, a boss drops a certain amount. Okay. And when he drops a certain amount, then you're let's say he gets 800 every time, right? Well, the I only thought, I thought once you reached max level, the coins were reduced is not part of the process no you can do coins by doing different challenges throughout the time so like level up this gun get 400 coins get 800 coin get 1200 coin go do this uh kill people in the in the free play world they drop a couple coins here and there you kill a boss every 15 minutes or so you're getting 800 whatever it is these people were were killing a boss over and over and they were basically getting too much coin so they got banned, and that's why they got banned. They didn't get banned because they're doing the alt, right? No, I get it. I get why they – but see, the, the, the argument goes both ways in that because they think that they're ruining the game because it stops the people from buying cosmetics. But meanwhile, on the other side of the coin, it's a PvE game. Me killing stuff over and over again to get the gear doesn't mean anything because once <laughs> I get the best gear anyway, there's nothing for me to do with it anyway. No, no, no. But their but their end game their end game is you get the guns and if you want to buy the cosmetics, you can go grind for the for the cosmetics or you pay for the cosmetics. And if uh, said streamer is showing how to do this thing, yeah. then other people start watching him and then they start spreading. It starts to spread okay, and spread. But you would still but but for defense. You would still have to spend hours playing the same routine over and over and over again, so you can get one over on EA by being able to purchase yeah, but cosmetics no, that, that, that don't mean anything. No, no, but it does mean something because that's their cosmetic. That's their that's their economy, in-game economy. That's how they're making more money. Yeah, I get that, but you still gotta play. You still gotta. No, sit but there if you're no, 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 but if you're sitting there playing and you're just killing a boss every five minutes, you're just killing a boss and getting eight hundred coin. Where it but takes fun, me, and that's fun, isn't it? No, it doesn't matter about being fun or not. The reason they got banned is because they're exactly. breaking the game. Someone just shot into a cave for loot in Destiny instead of just going but, around and doing the same yeah, thing. But it, but it didn't. But it didn't shut down the game. No, because it, they didn't have. into a cave and didn't, They didn't did, have. Disturb the whole game. They didn't have an in-game economy then. There was. I, I, I there really was no in-game economy. Items is an in-game economy. Just I'm it just is, putting that out. But it is an in-game economy when the company is making money off of it. I don't understand what you don't see about that. Uh, well, they made the money when they made the product. But again, that's not not the point. The point is they have cosmetics in the game that they're making free DLC. They need to make their money somewhere, and they're sure. And they're, you sell a DLC. Yeah, go ahead. Right. So they, you're not you're not buying the DLC. DLC is free. To compensate for that, they're putting the microtransactions into the game. If said people now they have a time limit, right? Like if I go do, I have to go kill a hundred Ursics, okay? I get sixteen hundred, okay, sixteen hundred coin. But if I just find an Ursics in the world and it drops eight hundred coin, okay. But then I have to find the next one randomly around the world. It's like ten, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. Oh, I found another one. Boom. 
I kill another six, I get another 800. So within 45 minutes, I made 1600, right? This guy is sitting here going, slam, slam, dead. Slam, slam, dead, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800. He's doing it for two, three hours. He has now 100,000 coin that he can just go buy cosmetics. One person doing it is fine, but if it gets out and everyone starts to do it, and there's millions of people doing the same thing, and they're just sitting there shooting a cave, and they're killing the guy, and they're getting coin, well, their economy, the in-game economy, as far as you get coin, you purchase the stuff yourself, and you're not spending real money now because you're getting the coin faster than you did because you broke the game. That's why they ban the people, not because of what they're doing. They're doing it because of the in-game currency. The economy in the game is you get coin, you take that coin, you purchase a vinyl, you purchase an emote, you purchase the armor, and these people were getting coin much faster than what they did. Okay, so he's banned. He was banned for two weeks. Temporary. He's yeah, he's anymore. not. He's right. Temporary. Right. He's not banned anymore. Yeah. But the information's already out. So bad information. What now? Bad so information. It's up to Bioware to fix the problem. Correct. Which they did. Well, they did. They did. Whatever problem. Well, no, they they, they did right because right. here here here's the thing. Here's the thing. He this one streamer got. There was other streamers that got banned, but the one streamer said he got banned. He was on vacation for a week. His email didn't even get checked for a week. So he's already banned for a week for doing the. He, he thought it was the chess glitch, which they fixed within less than 24 hours, right? As soon as they knew there was a chess, chess glitch, they fixed it in 24 hours, right? They fixed it. Then they did the alts. They didn't change the alts because they were like, there's no reason to fix the alt because we're not worried about the alt. But then they were brute forcing their way into a, a checkpoint, and they kept dying, resetting, killing the boss, dying, resetting, killing the boss, dying, resetting, over and over and over, which... That's a glitch in the game. You're, you're breaking the game, which was then causing people strongholds for not showing up on the map, right? Anyone that was in them, if a random person was trying to do this, would fuck up the game for everybody else that was playing with them, right? The people that were streaming it were showing how to do it, so then other people started doing it, and then it started spreading like a, like a sickness, right? Obviously. So they had to get control of it, so they had to make an example of people. They banned a couple streamers. They banned non-streamers. They banned streamers. You don't hear about the non-streamers because the non-streamers are not popular. They have a Twitter. They tweet sort of like my tweets. I tweet out. Right. Nobody not, hears it. Right. No one. No one. It. No one. No you. one hears it. Right. So it's just, does a tree fall in the woods if no one's around to hear it? That's the people that are not streamers. Now the people that are big streamers, they say something, and then shit starts to happen. Right. And this will go into the next story uh, after this. The mob mentality starts, and then they start giving bad information. Right comes out and says that he's he's uh, banned because of doing the alt glitch, which is not why he was banned, because they haven't given emails out yet, and this is what's funny about the whole thing, okay? He got an email saying that he got banned because of the alt glitch for the storm. Nobody else, other streamers or non-streamers, have any emails out by EA, because EA didn't release any emails yet saying why people got banned. They were just looking into this situation, and they were talking privately with that particular streamer, to try to figure things out okay he came out and said it was the alt glitch i found video evidence which i will not show because i get nothing from it okay uh that what he was actually doing he deleted his vods off his channel okay but private eye investigator 30 and still gaming okay does investigation stuff to try to figure out before i report and say anything about nothing all right and i say anything about nothing because really it's nothing okay it's a pve game it doesn't fucking matter there's no reason to get gain anything from this, but there is proof because the people that he was playing with, okay, 
they didn't delete their videos and they were also streamers okay so that's how that's how smart certain people are okay he deleted the videos because he didn't want to get shit on by trolls okay that would say well, see this is what you did and, and and start investigating everything that he did well investigation it was literally I, I took three minutes of my time did some searching found a video watched the video for 10 minutes and went i have all the evidence i need right here right everything that he spoke of he didn't lie he just didn't tell all the truth okay he was doing the alt glitch but he was doing the alt glitch at a certain point doing a certain thing okay and he was getting coin now he didn't care about the coin because he's a person that just goes to games and plays the games and hacks games and tries to figure out the best way to, to farm stuff and do stuff. So he didn't care about that. And that's what he was telling the truth about, right? He's just playing it as a PvE game. What he says is it's a PvE game. It doesn't fucking matter. Okay, quote. This is what he said. It doesn't fucking matter. It's a PvE game. Uh, because of the in-game economy, he's like, well, there's no in-game economy because it's a PvE game. Well, when you watch the video and you see him kill stuff, you see the coins pop up. Right? And that's what he got flagged for. He didn't get flagged for doing the ult. He didn't get flagged for glitching the boss. He got flagged because he was doing a glitch to get more coin than other ways of getting coin. And that's why the automated flagging system banned him. EA banned him automatically because it's in the algorithm of looking for stuff like that. And Bioware didn't even know he was banned until, until it got brought up. Right, The whole situation got blown out of proportion. People were, like, fighting on sides. I've been called, you don't know what you're talking about. You're fucking annoying. You're whatever. But the people that don't even know the actual story, they just hear one side, which is narrated by the person that's going to tell you, you know, I didn't I didn't murder the guy. No one saw me murder the guy, right? I didn't murder anybody. Well, see, 30 didn't murder anybody. So he's a, he's a good guy. Meanwhile, a video comes out. It shows me holding a gun, killing a guy. And they're like, well... You know, what what happens then, right? Then everyone that was on his side, what do they do? Ah, it's no big deal, you know? Because it's it's a win-win for the person complaining about the thing, right? There's no skin off their back. They just give shit towards the company. And the company's the bad guy anyway, because EA is Darth Vader, is the Empire, okay? And any streamer that comes out saying anything is fucking Luke Skywalker and they're part of the Rebellion, right? That's that's what it is. That's the whole story, right? It's, it's, it's convenient that EA actually owns the Star Wars brand and they are the Empire, okay? But it, it the whole the whole point of this story is vet your vet your things. Listen to a streamer. Listen to me. And if you hear someone else say it, it might be true, right? If you hear no one else saying it, okay, or whatever else, it might not be true. Don't take a source, one source, and then be like, "That's it. The guy said he was it. That's it." No one's proven guilty until they're proven innocent, right? Everyone's proven innocent until proven guilty, okay. In this case, I don't need to point anything to say, hey, here's the video. Go watch this video. I told you in your face. It's nothing about that. It's just don't just take accountability for your actions. Okay. If you do something bad, own up to it. There's a fucking TOS in front of every game of gas. Okay. Any gas game that you play, games as service has a TOS. Every time you do an update on Destiny and click a real real fast you skip the tos you didn't scroll down you just hit a and said okay i want to play the game in that tos it, sh it says don't do this don't do this don't do this you don't own the game we can fucking do whatever we want it says all that in the tos and no one gives a shit because no one ever wants to read it. a reading oh god i gotta read that no one reads the tos that's exactly why they put it in small font print 14 pages long in a little scroll thing that does this real fast and then with a check mark at the end and you're like okay cool right because no one's actually going to sit there and give it to their lawyer because at the end of the day you're going to look at it and go uh i'm not going to play this game because of all this jargon that's in here 
right? That's just it. It's like, do I want to play the game? No. It's like there's an error on your computer that pops up. It says you have a virus in your computer. Your computer's about to self-destruct, and there's only one button. And it says okay. That's it. That's all you can pick. You're like, all right, I guess, uh, I guess I'm, 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 I'm roll the dice, hit okay. That's what it is. So the problem is just take all these YouTubers, all as podcasters, me included. Don't take our word for gossip. Use your brain. Look at all the sides, and don't go with mob mentality. And just because someone's making more money than you and you're jealous of somebody else and say, oh, this, this guy's a cocksucker and this person's this, this person's like, it just, it's at the end of the day, it's just a video game. All right. And they're supposed to have fun, but there's also rules that the developers set because if there wasn't rules, then we would just run over their game like nothing. Right. And they have to set rules. Board games have rules, right? You can't just pass go. Okay, in Monopoly, and start taking four hundred dollars out of the bank. Right, it's not true. You can do that. Absolutely, you can do that. You right, put the you, money into the free parking. You everybody could, changes all the rules all the time. Yeah, you could so you do that. Use the Monopoly defense. No, I can because everybody no, uses that's different house rules. rules. For Monopoly, which that's is house why rules. We don't play Monopoly. I anymore. know that, but house rules are different than the actual rules. Pass go, collect two hundred dollars. If you start collecting four hundred dollars, you're infecting other people's gameplay that are playing with you because you can afford more things. Okay, that's why there's rules. Right. That's it. That's it. It's only a game, though. It's only a fucking game. Right. I mean, you can say it about anything. Baseball game, football game. Oh, dude, he fucking caught the ball as a touchdown. These refs are so fucking blind. It's only a game. It's only a game. No right. big it's deal, only dude. Billions it's, of dollars. it's only a game. Right. It only affects hundreds of thousands of people's lives and right. employment, right. And stocks. Right. It's only just a game. It's only a game. Tell that. Tell that to the referee in a soccer game that calls a World Cup match. And calls a, a red flag, a red card on somebody. Tell, tell that to the guy who got murdered after the game, where he got hung in the parking lot from the from the crowd. It's only a game, right? Hey, listen, like, I wish, I wish more people in America were that passionate about their referees. <laughs> right, right. So, let's talk about Anthem real fast. We talked about that. Now I want to talk about Anthem. I've been playing Anthem for about seventy minutes, seventy hours. More that's than a, that, that's a, that's a hot minute. More than that, because I played, I played two two betas. I played the VIP uh, beta. I played the open beta. I played the early access on on the PC, and then I played uh, day one of Xbox console, which is now two weeks tomorrow. Uh, I've been playing about thirty hours a week on the Xbox. I played on the weekend last week, so I'm about seventy six hours, almost eighty hours. I absolutely love the game. I think the game in itself has a really good core game, right? For the story, right? I got my money's worth already. I paid 60 bucks. Uh, actually, I paid more than that. I paid, uh, I got $74 because I got a, a discount and I got the Legion of, of Dawn edition. Did not pre-order. I bought it on day one at launch and downloaded it. I played the 10 hour free, free, free uh, 10 hour access for five bucks ahead of that. Uh, but I did not pre-order, never pre-order, never pre-order. Um, so, started playing the game. Loved the actual game. Thought the core was good. I thought the, the the actual story. No spoilers here. I thought the story was good. I thought the story was the best sh looter shooter story, next to Borderlands. I, I like Borderlands, but I'm gonna keep Borderlands out of this one because this starts from like Defiance, Destiny, you know, type of stuff, right? Because it's a game of service. Borderlands was actually self-contained game, right? So I'll, I'll, I'll put it that way. Still multiplayer. No, no, but what I'm saying is it's a it, Borderlands was a fully-fledged game, 
at, at launch day one like the story was all there day one you didn't have to wait for it to develop over the next like act one act two act three you didn't have to wait for destiny all that stuff right for each each expansion to make a, a full story um so i like the story is it the best story in the world no is it a decent story yes um is it a bioware story it kind of is right they do develop the characters some characters in the game that you really feel attached to not too much but more than like zavala and like cora and anyone from the division world right i don't even remember anyone from the division world anyone not even the the asian lady that loses an eye with a helicopter i remember that i don't know her name um i think it was like mary or something um but the, overall the story very very predictable i knew who the the bad guy was i knew who was going to do something for, you know throughout the story um will not say the name overall it's a good game the core is there here's the issue that i have with it the same issue i had with destiny the same issue i had with division when it first came out the same issue that i have with every looter shooter game since the time began is the weapons that need to come into the game there's not enough of there's 27 guns in the game 27 guns okay if you times that by the white and the green and the blue and the, and the and the purple and the orange and the legendary, there's like 300 guns, right? Whatever it is, but it it really is not is not that good, right? Components are the same. You're leveling up, and and, and here's where they they make a mistake. So while you're leveling up, I started on normal mode, then went to hard mode. I'm in Grandmaster one. I've tried Grandmaster two. Haven't tried Grandmaster three. There's no point to gr try Grandmaster two or three because the loot drops are horrendous. I was playing hard, played through the whole story, got to level 23, got my first masterwork at level 23. Uh, I got two masterworks, and they were both level uh, 33s, I think, at the time. Um, so it brought my number up, my gear score up, and I was uh, and was up, right? So then I, I, went, I, I moved over to hard, started playing hard. And, I, and uh, while you're playing all this, you're getting whites, greens, blues, purples, all from the chest. They're just randomly coming out, okay? And at lower level, cool. Okay, where I think they went wrong is if you play on easy, and this is my 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 way I would have done it. If you play on easy, let's say you had to start on easy because of your gear score, you just couldn't do enough damage, right? You had to start on easy, not because of difficulty level, but just because of gear score. You get all whites, right? And let's say white, uh, the white level to get to 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 green level, let's say is um, fifty points or hundred points. Okay, each gear that drops would drop at like level one, level two, level. Th five level 10 whatever so let's say whites go from one to ten and then uh other whites could go from like 10 to 20 right but your gear score has to get up to 100 before you can get over to green okay before you get to the next level of hard or, or, or normal so you would get a whole bunch of whites with a sprinkling a sprinkling of green just to get you enough score to knock you over into the next section right into green and then you would get a whole bunch of greens in the next level, and you would never, ever get whites again. Never get whites again. You would just get, only get greens. You can get materials and stuff from whites by opening chests, and that way, if you wanted to customize something, you would actually do it that way. Then you're in the green. You're in, you're in normal mode. You're in green mode. You're getting all greens with a sprinkling of blue. Okay? Enough blues to get you up past the point so you're getting into hard mode so on and so forth hard gets all blues with a sprinkling of 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 uh of epics with purple you get to grandmaster one it's all epics with a sprinkling of masterworks you get to grandmaster two it's all masterworks with a sprinkling of legendary and then grandmaster three would be all legendary okay but the the legendary would go up in in gear score 
So there'd be harder bosses, harder things, and as you continued going, you would get, keep leveling up, right? That way, if they come out with Grandmaster 4, 5, and 6, you could just keep making the same guns, and now you're going for these same guns at a higher power level. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's it, it works out that way. What it, what it is right now is you can be you can be 500 level. You can be masterwork level, and you're just wrecking people. And then when you get to Grandmaster, there's not really any kind of difference. Your your alt didn't scale with you. They're fixing that. Right? I know these fixes are coming. They're fixing the loot stuff where the guns are now getting raised. From Right now, you can have a max level 47 legendary, and you can have a max level 45 uh, masterwork. Okay, it's weird numbers, but now they're raising Masterworks up to 61, and they're raising Legendaries up to 65. Now, I hope they just don't raise it, so the next gun I get is like 65, and that's it. I hope it's like, I have a, a 47, so I, maybe I should just get a 48, or a 49. But also going to be fixed? Because according to the last few VODs I watched, it was about one gun from mainly being level 1. They Right, damage wasn't scaling properly, and then the numbers didn't mean anything because the numbers were saying a low number, but he was damaged. The damage like the bar was the going down. Enemy. Yeah, so right. So does that mean that is it just that gun, or is it in general the combat system is glitched? It, it's just that gun, right? The gun thinks when it's because they also have a scaling in this game where if you come in, Sarge, and you're level one, and I'm level thirty, and we're playing with each other, and I still I can't figure out how that works. Well, this is how it works. This is what they're doing, right? That's why the gun. If someone's level one and they come into a Grandmaster three and they start shooting somebody, they ain't gonna be doing the same damage I'm doing. If I take that gun, the 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 first level gun, bring it in. Yes, I'm doing the damage like it's like I'm doing a damage with one of the masterwork guns because I'm level thirty and it thinks that I'm using a masterwork weapon, right? One, it's stupid because you can't delete it from your inventory. And I said something about this. I was like, why can't I delete this gun? Why why do I have a level one gun white in my inventory when I'm level thirty? And I can't delete it. It makes no sense, right? It's a bug. It's a bug. It's not the end of the world. I don't even know why this is a thing. Even if it was a thing, shut up. Play the gun with the level one gun and have fun with it, right? Like, who gives a shit? It's not breaking the game. It's not doing more damage than my gun. It's not doing more damage than my than my storm build that I have right now. Right now, I have this insane build with my storm, which is my last character that I made, okay, that I, that I started leveling up on. I have this ability where if I press the RB button for my ult... Okay, it automatically makes my LB 150 times more powerful, percent higher, for five seconds. Okay, so let's say I did a thousand thousand damage. Now I'm doing an additional 1150 damage. Okay, on top of that, just by pressing RB. Now my LB. Okay, now when I press LB, it does 150 percent back to my RB. All right, so I'm doing I'm doing like seven to ten thousand damage with my RB, and then I'm doing another ten to 15,000 damage with my LB. No fucking pistol that you're bringing up is shooting a guy doing that much damage. Not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. So it's, it's not even a thing. This is just a thing because people are like, look how broke EA's game is. It's so broke. Look at this. I could use a level one gun and get the same damage. It's broke. Fix your game. They're just hating. They're just hating on the game. Just don't, don't use it, right? I understand what they're saying about the scaling and stuff, but that's not really a, a, a bad thing. If I'm using a level one gun, go ahead and use it. Okay, we'll fix it. Big deal. What are you, you're not going to like destroy the game because you're using a level one gun and you're hitting. So they're, they're just blowing everything out of proportion. Okay, the game is broke. Do I think the game should have been released? Probably not. I think they could have they cooked it for about six more months to get these bugs out. 
Like, I'm having crashes. I'm having crashes. I've installed this game three times on my Xbox, right? I don't hear any PlayStation people complaining about that, right? I also don't hear me posting something on Twitter going, well, I've, I've installed my game three times. It's fucking bricking my system. It's bricking my system. It's not bricking your system. Use the fucking term correctly. A brick is this. Here. This is, well, this is a coaster. It's the same thing. It just sits there. It does nothing. That's what, they're, that's what they think their PlayStation is doing. No. Unplug it. Plug it back in and start playing your game again. It didn't brick it. It just overheated because there's so much fucking glare and, 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 and fluff going on on the screen. It's like, uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I, I, believe, I believe it's a combination between old PlayStations, the, the graphic intensity of the, uh, what goes on in Anthem, and the fact that it's using the Frostbite engine. Yeah. And it's overheating the GPU. It's, first of all, it's only reported on PlayStation old models. Not pros, okay? The, pros have their issues just like the Xbox, right? Here, here's the thing. I did a percentage. I, I, I sent this to, to Sarge. Everyone that's bitching, this is a huge, huge news story, people. Huge news story. Everyone's PlayStation, red alert, DEFCON 1, everyone's PlayStation is bricking. Everyone's. Here's the actual stat. 1,400... 754 cases have been reported. Let me repeat that. 1,475 cases. Not 14,000. Not 140,000. 1,475 people have reported their PlayStations are bricking. I did the math on this. PlayStation sold. 80 million copies of a console have been sold. If I take this 1,400 and put it in percentage-wise, it is 0.00175% of owners of a PlayStation that are experiencing 1853, and the count just keeps rising, Alien. Okay? It doesn't matter. It could get to 20 million, and then it would be news story. Okay? Here's the actual bricking terminology used correctly. Xbox 360, there was 84 million units sold for the Xbox 360, the largest sales for an American-based company of selling consoles, the most popular console sold in America. 84 million units sold for Xbox 360. 19 million units bricked, actually bricked, broke, were useless, were sitting there and garbage just hanging there. They were a paperweight. The actual term for bricking is the red ring of death. 19 million units of 84 million units sold. That's 23% of the units that were sold were lemons. Okay? Were lemons. One game comes out. I understand it's frustrating for those 1,853 people, right? I'm one of those, and I'm on Xbox, okay, where my system bricks constantly every day. And I have to unplug it with a hard wire, plug it back in, get on it's on stream every time. You can see the frustration on my face. I get it. I get it. But use the terminology correctly. It's not bricking. This is not even news. This shouldn't even make the story. Think about these if this were people and this was a war, okay? If 1,400 people died or 1,800 people died or whatever the hell it was, that's a, that's a blink of an eye. That's a speed bump going at 100 miles an hour. You're just like, and you just go over it. No one even bats an eye. It's not even in the millions. It's not even in the tens to thousands. It's 1,400 units, and it's on every website, and every YouTuber in America is making videos about this. And it's just, it's so retarded. Even me. I'm doing this, but this is not monetized in any way, shape, or form.
The reason they're raising the power level numbers is to the melee ultimate abilities. Yeah, the, the melee uh, abilities weren't scaling. That's another thing. Uh, the highest number of value items weren't wearing, and you had no equipment items from them. First of all, you know it's a broken game when your support your support uh, uh, inscriptions are not even in the game yet. Right? They're not even in the game yet. You know it's a broke game when Grandmaster 2 and Grandmaster 3 on the stream yesterday, and I, I almost, I was like, oh, God, did he just say that? Right? He's like, we're still working on Grandmaster 2 and Grandmaster 3. Um, you know, we've, we, 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 we're scrolling through all the forums, but it's really hard. If you guys could put all of them together and make it into the Discord or whatever to tell us what you would like for us, what would you like for us to do in Grandmaster 2 and Grandmaster 3? I was like, I can't oh. even believe you said it. I was like, oh, my God. I can't even believe you said it. I was that like, means they have no idea. Exactly. Exactly. They have, they're they they're customizing it. They're customizing it like you just like you're building a house. So how would you like your house built? Well, I, I would like this bigger bedroom over here and then over here. Oh, you didn't finish the house yet? No. We were gonna wait till you told us what to do instead of just building the plans that you chose. Like, what are we doing here, Anthem? What are we doing here, Bioware? Do not omit that. What you say in a situation like that is we're still working on Grandmaster Two and Three, that we have some bugs. We would love to hear your feedback, right? But we have this in place or whatever. They didn't know what they were doing. This is why they changed it. This is why they dropped the, the percentage. This is why they did a whole bunch of other stuff. It's just really bad. To be fair, the original plan was not to have Grandmaster 2 and 3. Okay, but then why do it? Why do it, Bunny? Why did they do it to themselves? This makes them look worse, right? People complained about it, and then they want it back in. It's very simple. I'm not putting it in, and there's reasons. That's all you have to say. No, we're not putting Grandmaster 2 and 3 in. Why? reasons right because we're the developers and it's not ready yet instead now they're going tell us what you want in grandmaster 2 and grandmaster 3 we'd love to hear your feedback and stuff and it's like what no you give us stuff and then we give you feedback there's nothing there to give feedback on there's no there's nothing there's no time there's no there's no reason to go in the, the drops are horrendous here's the thing like i said i have 80 hours well over 100 with, with combined with the pc march 12th comes out if they don't put more loot in the in the in the chests and i'm not getting i shouldn't see a white or a green ever ever again technically i don't think i should see a blue either but white and green i'll take okay that just means we'll see more blues <clears throat> you're attacking them for listening to the community but we're not attacking them i'm not attacking them i i think a developer should make a game right a complete game a complete game first and then make changes to that game that's the way you should make a game instead of going hey i have this great idea for a video game let's build it together right like <laughs> th this is not mr rogers this is a business and th what they're doing for the business is is terrible right now this hurts the game so bad because this just shows me that the game company they i've always talked about the the the, the super fan right the the season ticket holder for sporting events you don't need 10 million people to like your game. You only need like 500,000 to a million people that play your game daily, all right? Those are great numbers. Like people would people would love those numbers. But when you're when you constantly have an an unstable game and you're you don't have the end game loot, you don't have wait till the vault space is a, is a, is a thing. Wait till the vault space is a thing because when they start raising the gear level and they start raising the drop rate and people want to keep more stuff that vault's going to fill up real fast, right? Because there's so many builds that you can make and so many things that you can do, and you have four characters that are constantly active 
you're going to run out of vault space real fast. And then they're going to be like, well, that's coming down the road. We haven't really talked about that yet. What do you mean? Destiny had this problem. Division had this problem. Every looter shooter to the date had this problem with the vault space. And yet you guys are doing the exact same thing. Warframe, I think, had the problem. It, it's just, it's unreal to me how a game company in 2019, after watching Destiny 1 launch, Division 1 launch, Destiny 2 launch, and then you come out with a six-year encyclopedia written and laid out in front of you, and you're like, I'm going to make the exact same mistakes as everyone in front of us. And that is horrible. The only thing they made better was the story. Like I said, the story is much better in this. The lore is fantastic. I started reading because uh, Atomic started telling me stuff. Like these, There's these locusts, like these uh, bees or whatever, that are um, like roaches that fly in the game. And I was like, I was like, what are these? And Atomic yesterday told me that in the lore, those are the scar. The scar actually are the bugs, right? And they mimic the people. So there was another, um, there was another group that was there before the humans were there, right? And they used to mimic them, right? That's why the scars are in human form now because we are the pinnacle of the, of the king of the beasts of that planet, right? So they mimic us by making themselves into us. And that's why you fight the scars. Like, God damn, that's fucking good. Right? Like, there's lore like that in the game. And I'm just like, that's amazing. Right? So it's really good story. I really like the game. But at 87 hours now, I'm like, I can, I'm only doing legendary contracts and single contracts. And I'm running the same stronghold over and over because the other strongholds are not efficient they, enough. They're, they're not efficient enough. Right? In a game like this, you're always going to go to the most efficient path. It's like water. Gamers are like water. We're going to find the, the little nooks and crannies that best way through stuff. And Path that's of what, least resistance. Right, and that's what we're going to do. Yorga, thank you, uh, Atomic. That's the group they, they mimicked before. Some good things happening in the, in the, in the future uh, with this game. Overall, I think the events, I think they're doing good. Uh, they have planned content. That's correct. Live service. The plan is having a flexibility and based on feedback. Yep, I, I totally get that, Bunny. I totally get that. But at the same time, it's not a full game at launch. You can't deny that. You can't deny that it's not a full game flushed out and, and it works properly. You can. You can. But that's being like a fanboy, right? Like you're you're looking at the non-flaws of a flawed thing because you're in love with it. And I get it. I was like that with Destiny. I was like that with everything else. Um, there, there's, there's, there's flaws in this game. Not as bad as other people on YouTube are, are, are saying there are. There's a lot of good aspects of this game. But not knowing your loot system, like the first thing when you make a loot game is have lots and lots of loot, like Borderlands. Lots and lots of loot. So much loot that you wouldn't even know what to do with. You're like, how many guns are there? There's, there's thousands. I think they said there's millions of them, right, in, in Borderlands. It's, it's, it's a ridiculous number, right, with different roles and different things. In this game, there's 27. 27 guns, that's it, right? There's six inscriptions or ten inscriptions for your, for your, for your abilities, there's there's uh, like six for each of your of your things. There needs to be more, right? And there needs more randomness. There needs to be higher rates of stuff. And I know they're fixing it with the with the with the with the patches and stuff. But again, this all should have been in game day one, and then add more content down the road. So much so, like even their even their uh, their store is lackluster, right? You can tell they didn't complete the game because there's a vendor on one side of the of the uh, of the tower. He sells the cosmetics, and he sells crafting materials, and he sells um, uh, the featured stuff for the week. 
and then 10 feet away from him on the other side of the of the uh, of the market is a person selling the exact same stuff right the crafting materials the the cosmetics and then you don't even have to go to them you could literally just buy the cosmetics by hitting start on the menu and then going to features and then seeing the features and purchasing them there but if you want to see what they look like you have to exit those screens go to your forge click on your forge go into your animations click on your animations go to buy tab and then highlight them to see what the animations look like it's a lot of stuff that they didn't really think of right stat page you're you're in a game that's an rpg looter shooter and there's no stat page and when someone says they heard about the stat page it's a really good idea we're working on it that's not the answer i want to hear the answer i want to hear is we had a stat page it was broke and we had to fix it it'll be out soon is what i want to hear because you telling me that you didn't have a stat page mind-boggling to me again other games ahead of you looter shooters always have stat pages right i hope for god's sake that what they showed at e3 where the gun drops and they pick it up and it shows the gun and the stats and everything i hope that's down the line like we're evolving to that do you know what i'm saying like maybe we're meta playing hear me out here maybe we're meta playing maybe we're we're an organization inside the game and we don't have the technology yet to know what drops in the world but then as the game develops we get the technology and then to actually do it right you know what i mean i don't know i'm, I'm being facetious there but i hope they give us something like that stat page what, what do you think sarge i know you're not playing the game for the footage and stuff that you've seen and the the outside perspective what do you think of Anthem as far as all the problems that you that you that you heard? Well, it, it falls into the same category as a great idea with with unlimited potential, but either the time frame, the Frostbite engine, or what EA wanted to do to release it in the state that it's in. Yeah, you can call it a complete game. However, if it's not solid and it has all these issues, then it's not it's not a polished. I mean, it 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 lacks. It, it has the same. It has the same kind of thing that Destiny One had, which is really large but really shallow. There's a lot that can be done for the weapons and the combinations of weapons, in which that if you were to farm certain areas for a specific piece of gear, that would let you like keystone cap like your build. You know what I mean, like. If you had like six pieces that work really well together, but that seventh piece is what really sets off the armor set, and like that was a quest or that was something to find, right? Like just some more depth to the game. Um, I don't think a lot of the percentages of the powers of the weapons are actually true. I watch a lot of streamers where the damage that they're dealing is not the damage stated on the actual uh, mod. Well, there's a lot. So of, uh, it's it's I, a little it's a little iffy, like on what actually works and what doesn't. I'll, I'll push back on that a little bit. It's because there's so many inscriptions, and each one has like four different things. So if I add up, and this is why you need a stat page, okay? If one of my guns has 150% damage for gear, and then one of my inscriptions does, if RB is pressed, and this one gets uh, an additional 200% bonus, and then this one's 23%, and then this one on all these different pieces of gear. The only way you would know if that gun is doing the actual stat is shutting everything else off, taking everything else off your guy completely, okay, and then just using that weapon and then finding out if that percentage of that weapon does the exact thing that it's supposed to do, which you can't do. 
you can't unarm yourself with 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 nothing. I guess you, can you delete everything in your? I don't even know if that answer is true or not. Can you delete everything or always ha you have to have one thing? I'm assuming you have to have one thing all the time. That's why you can't delete the white the white weapons and stuff, right? You would have to have at least one thing. You can't just have no perk. Now you can have your you can have your inscriptions off, but you can't have your like your guns off and on your rocket launcher off. But I guess if you take your inscriptions off, you can get the base of it. You know, you see, that's, it. There, there's your problem right there. If if I can't legitimately figure out the damage I'm dealing because they overconvolute it, just because it's cool to overcomplicate shit, that sends up red flags. It's complicated <laughs> just because. That doesn't make sense. I right. understand you're trying to be cool with your weapon combos, but if I can't really figure out how to min max because I can't read the numbers or do the math myself, then it's just cool to have. I mean, listen, I. I applaud the effort in the game. They spent a lot of time on it. But pretty and mechanics is not the entire game, especially in the looter shooter. The stuff's got to make sense. Your gun's got to make sense. Your your ability combos and how to use them have to make sense. Stats, of course, is, would be top of the list. But if it's, if it's just there to be there and it has no actual physical workings to it, then it's broke. It's just... It's just a shooter. It's not a looter. It's just a shooter. Here, here's the other part that I see a problem with if they don't fix this right away. So I, I found, I found a, a certain combination that's like the meta for my character, right? There's no reason for me to use any other weapon in the game, right? I found my two weapons that I have, and I don't think I'm going to find a better weapon. Well, I can use— Until you do. Well, no, no. What I'm saying that's is— Armor sets good. Well, no. This is what I'm saying. If Once I find this weapon, it's the meta, meaning I can kill any anybody in the game— Super fast doing what I have. Here's the problem. I think that's completely wrong. I said it with Destiny. I said it with Division. I'll say it with, the, with, with Anthem. You have to have a golf bag. And you have to have the clubs in the golf bag. And certain clubs are for certain things. So if I go into a stronghold, this stronghold, this guy is good with, with fire and acid. right? So I should get all the, the guns and abilities that I have that are fire and acid to bring into that stronghold to change my gear. You do not have to do that right now. I can literally go to all the strongholds with the same guns, with the same loadout, and murder everybody just the same. The only yeah. difference is now I'm going up to Grandmaster 2 and Grandmaster 3, which I'm not doing yet because it's not worth the time until they fix the game on March 12th because uh, the loot drops are horrendous. There's no reason because you're still using the same guns. Even when you go to Grandmaster 2 and Grandmaster 3, now you're just working as a team, and you, those guns and those things can still do the most damage no matter what you use. Defeats the purpose of using armor sets. It de it defeats the purpose of using anything, right? Because if 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 fire is better than electric, but you want to use electric, but fire is better than electric because it does more damage, you're gonna use fire all the time. Well, isn't it? Isn't it? Shouldn't it be the same kind of classifications of enemies where certain enemies are affected by certain elements more than that's, others? That's what isn't I'm that, saying. Right? It should be a balance of okay, we're in this stronghold. Colossus is is using uh, venom and, and and lightning, and the characters that he's using up close are affected where he can stun them with lightning, all right, and then combo with electricity. And then I have a build where I'm using electricity to help him combo. So he primes him with electricity, and then I detonate it with electricity. And then this other guy later in the mission needs acid. Well, two of us don't have acid. The other two guys do. So then they would use acid on those guys to, to prime them, and then we would use something to damage them. Right now, it's just prime, ignite. It doesn't matter what it is. As long as it's a primer and igniter, it doesn't matter. Now, the only thing that, that affects, with the and they're changing this now on the next update, is when you go against an Ash Titan, 
they shoot fire. They're they're immune to fire. So if you if you used fire on them, they wouldn't get injured, or very little they would get injured. Now they did a status effect on him when you can shoot fire at a guy who's taking fire, and he gets affected by it now and actually gets damaged. Even though he is fire, he's getting damaged by fire now, which I think is a bad mistake. I think if you if you chose to have fire on you, you go up against a titan and you have fire, you're screwed. Like you shouldn't be able to do any damage to him. You need other people to help you, or just walk away, right? Right. I'm playing other ones, Bunny. I mean, I'm on stream every day. People see me do the the Tarrant Mine. They do me, see me do the Scar one. We haven't been doing the the, the Heart of Rage because there's a, a glitch that sometimes when you go in, it doesn't let your party go in there. It just sits into, into orbit, and that's because of a connection issue. So instead of bitching about the connection issue, I just don't play that, that stronghold. I mostly play the Tyrant Mine because it's the fastest one to go to, especially when you have randoms on your team because some randoms are just absolutely – they're just terrible. They, they're just terrible. They, they have no idea what the combo is. <clears throat> um, right. I'm playing both of them, but I'm telling you is that there, once you have – it doesn't matter if Acid does better. My fire still does more damage. I'm using the fire, and I'm destroying things faster. I did it yesterday on stream. I played the storm. I went through all, all uh, both strongholds using the same exact, uh, same exact stuff. Went back in, did it with acid, did it with electricity, did it with fire. Fire does the most damage. Fire 100% does the most damage. Ice is like it freezes. Uh, electricity does more st uh, stunning and stuff like that. They, they need to have things where it, it, it combos specifically for certain bosses and stuff. They don't have that right now. They do not have that. I don't, I don't play games just to play games. I literally test games like a fucking scientist. I go in and look at what the, what, what the repercussions are of things. People told me that the consumables didn't stack. I said, I think they do. I went back in with... Each one took me 45 minutes to do. I went in bare. I went in with one. I went in with two. I went in with three. It stacks. So anyone that tells me it doesn't stack, they're full of shit. It stacks. I did it for science. I love doing things for science for video games, right? We should do it a whole day for science. I love it. I, I Science! So love Anthem, but I'm disappointed. The honeymoon stage is over, right? The little love between me and Anthem is wearing off a little bit just because I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that that May or March 12th update, right? And then they keep pushing stuff back a little bit, right? The the road, the 90-day roadmap is now turned into like 95 days or 100 days because they have to push stuff back. And I get it. It's not working correctly. And they're, and they're, and right now they're in the stage of releasing a game, fixing the bugs. They're in, they're in fixed territory now instead of adding to the territory, right? And right. I get that. But if they had solid base when they first launched – they wouldn't have this problem, hence why you did a VIP beta, hence why you did an open beta. And if you if you knew you were going to have these problems or didn't know you were going to have these problems, maybe you should have had that VIP beta three months ago. Right? You should have had, you should have had the betas a lot earlier, so you could have had these fixes uh, done by, by day one. All right, <clears throat> next story. I want to talk about Xbox. Okay, the Xbox. We talked about this uh, many times. Many times I predicted it over two and a half years ago when I still lived in the condo doing the uh, podcast and stuff. I said the next Xbox system, and now this is all rumors and speculation. Okay, of course you're going to say I called it because I did call it. Because we did call it. Okay, Xbox. I said is going to come out with a system that's more like a PC. Okay, and they're not going to have any discs. And I said they're going to package 
some sort of system with it, and it's going to be under $200, 200 to under. Rumors state, okay, the rumors, okay, that they're coming out with a discless, dickless, discless, okay, uh, tray. So there's going to be no tray, no discs to put into the thing. It's going to be a small, think how small it can make it, right? I, I would think it would be like. Probably about the size of a shoe. Half the size of what the Xbox S is right now, I would assume. Hell, it could be like this Tupperware, for God's sakes. I mean, there's no disk drive. It's just the, it's just the motherboard and the, and the, and the, uh, the PC, the, the chip. So they're coming out with it with with this thing, and it looks like it could be true, right? It's all speculation right now, but multiple sources have reported it. Multiple sources have reported it. Uh, the the system's called Maverick. It's the it's the code name Maverick. Um, Windows Central reported the system is actually called Xbox One S All Digital Edition. I just wanted the acronym there is SAD. I just wanted that you guys know that it's SAD. I, they people really need to look at the the thing overall when they're looking at it, right? <laughs> when they name stuff? One yeah. S, Xbox One Sad, basically is what it's called. Uh, pre-orders for the console are said to open up in April, which I said just like four months ago. I said that they'll probably come out with a system in April. Just put it out there, April or May, if they do this. And it says scheduled to go on sale in May. Pre-orders in April, sales in May around the world. Uh, the first Microsoft all-previous Xbox hardware features disk drive. Pricing hasn't been mentioned yet, but they think it'll be around $200. I think, and I want to see what you guys think in chat and, and, and Sarge, I think it will be $200, and I think they will package Xbox Game Pass with it. They'll give you an Xbox Live for one month. They'll give you Game Pass for at least one month, if not two, okay? And they'll give you the system for $200. For two hundred dollars, what do you think, Sarge? Do you think I'm crazy, or do you think I'm around about right, or what do you think it is? Well, first of all, I, I can't imagine that a disk drive at this point costs that much. That raises the price that much. However, but materials it, also you have to make it bigger. It's the materials, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the materials that surround the actual Xbox. So, going with what your thought process is, this would probably be the first edition of this type of console the real console that they want to make is probably coming out next year mm -hmm. so this is like the, the testing the waters to see what kind of traffic they can get on a system that has no disk drive and purely just streams games so i'm just going to do digital downloads so, so basically it's a it's a, a hard drive a graphics card and a g and a cpu right 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 so I know Tweaks probably got about right, two two fifty, but they're probably going to test the waters. They, it's going to be under three. They, they said they want to make it under two. The rumor was they want to make it under two. Yeah, it'll be one ninety nine. So like one ninety nine. One ninety nine. They're looking at. Yeah, it'll be one ninety nine with Game Pass, and now speculation, tinfoil hat. That's my prediction, right? Here's my other prediction I made, and I'll repeat it again. I said, and we talked about it actually last week. I said. If Xbox announces at E3 that they're coming out with new systems as early as this year for Christmas, that would be really amazing, right? It could happen. There are other other things. The the Anaconda is the code name for Xbox One X. Tweak, do you still have that that the stats? Who who put the stats up in my chat uh, a couple days ago? Oh, what's in the actual Xbox One X that they they think that's in there in the in the. All right, Tweak's got it. So 
something like 16 or 12 ter 12 teraflops or some shit, right? That's a lot of flops. That's a lot of flops, man. It's actually basically like a computer system. Now, I think the Xbox One X is going to be $500. It's going to be the same price. They're going to do they're going to do iPhone pricing, right? Like the new system comes out, yeah, the they drop the old go, the one. Gamer, the actual gamer is going for the beast, right? So what's the beast specs? It, it, the beast specs, are, he'll, he'll put them in chat in a second. Um, the price point for that, I think, is going to be like five to $600. That's uh, insane. Okay, five to $600. Not really, since the PlayStation... But like a, but like a gaming console. Yeah, yeah, it's an actual gaming console, right? Uh, they're going to have the, the new Xbox One S. They're going to have the new Xbox One S all digital. They're going to have the Xbox One X which is the new powerful one. And I believe they're going to have an Xbox One X smaller edition, which would be same power, no disc, right? So there'll be three consoles coming out or four consoles coming out. There'll be a discless S and a discless X, and there'll be a regular S and a regular X. So there you go. Xbox Lockhart specs, CPU, custom eight core, 16 Zen thread, two GPUs, custom nav four, uh, plus teraflop RAM, 12 gigabytes of GDDR6 memory storage, one terabyte, SSD, hard drive, Xbox, Anaconda specs, CPU, custom 8-core, 6 Zen threads, custom nav, 12 plus teraflops, RAM, 16 gigs. I mean, this is better than my computer. That that system right there is better than my computer system that I have right now streaming on. Okay. Now, price point for that, I think with the disc, will be at 6 Maybe $700. The one without the disc, this is the moneymaker right here. It'll be the discless. This is all speculation again. All speculation. The discless Xbox X, the powerful one with no disc, I think will go for around the same price as a regular system now, 350 Okay? Will be about 350 and that's a perfect point for a powerful system, right, for a lower price to get in. Right, so then you can you can choose. Do I want to do I want a disc disc space? They don't want you to buy the they don't want you to buy the seven hundred dollar one. They want you to buy the the middle price one, right? They want you to buy the middle price one where it'll be about three fifty four hundred dollars for the discless one, Xbox One X. The S will go for about two fifty to three hundred for the for the disc one, and then the discless one will be two hundred dollars one ninety nine. That's my prediction. I could be crazy. But I, I like my bet. I like I like it. Bet. I like it. Taking everything off <clears throat> uh, right now. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, six to seven hundred dollars. That would be better than a new PC. It well, yes and no, right? You you couldn't do what you can with a PC on your Xbox, but you would have enough power where your fucking Xbox wouldn't brick <laughs> when you put in Anthem or when you put in other stuff. Now. If these systems do get announced at E3 this year, I honestly don't think they're going to get... I think they'll get announced. But because they're coming out with ones in May, I don't think they're releasing the new ones until next year. Like, this time next year. Because why would you bring those out when you're bringing these out at the exact same time, right? So I think what will happen is they'll bring these out. Sales pre-ordered in April. Sales in May. Those come out. They'll do all the sales they want there, and then boom, E3 comes out in June, and then they say, hey, we have new systems, and this is what we're doing with it, and then it'll be out sometime next year, right? And then that's when we'll get Cyberpunk 2077. That's when we'll get 
all the other you know high end games. The that's why we, we we haven't heard of a lot of these games coming out because they're waiting for the new systems to drop. Right, we're at the tail end of the Xbox One, so I think I think that's what it is. Christmas time would be a smart idea. Yes and no, right? Yes and no. I I, I a part of me wants them to come out this year. I think they might. But again, if they do, that moves a whole bunch of games forward, right? You could get a Skyrim, the new Sky Elder Scrolls, right? The rumor that Elder Scrolls, uh, was it five or six is coming out, could be true if the new systems are coming out, right? I mean, there was, a, there was an article I read that, that Xbox has exclusive deals with certain game companies that are coming out. One of them is Bethesda. One of them is EA, like for for future games coming out, I would like I would like to see what the promotion is going to be for Bethesda to come out of the grave to promote any of their games. I would love to see how they're going to do that. I mean, I think Bethesda will be fine when they come out with a single player game. I mean, Rage Two is coming out soon. We'll see what the, what it is about that. Right? People people play that and see if they like it or not. I think it's because it's Fallout seventy six and it's multiplayer and people rebelled against that. But I think if if they come out with a single player game, it, it's going to have to hit the graphical of what Outer Worlds is, right? Outer Worlds looks phenomenal right now. I watched a whole interview with the Game Informer and stuff. Uh, Outer Worlds looks fantastic. And if if Bethesda can make the next Fallout game along that type of line, that would be the bar that's set by Outer Worlds. Like well, King Outer Worlds is coming out when? The summertime? August 6th is rumored. August yeah. 6th is rumored. So... I don't know. All the talk about these uh, these consoles. I think uh, this week I'll, I'll try to find the uh, the first time I ever mentioned it, if I can, on on a uh, on one of the podcasts. All right, games as service sticking on it. We did Anthem. We did. We did. Uh, was it E three? We did Anthem. We did. Oh, we forgot Battle. Oh, we did Battlefield. We did E three. Xbox. We just did Xbox. Okay. So the next thing, Red Dead Redemption 2, right? Came out with an update. People people are uh, are giving shit to Red Dead Redemption 2 because of the games of service, online, multiplayer, online. They dropped the patch. They they added more stuff in the world. Uh, I checked it out a little bit last night. I, I was a little confused about like, going in and, and finding the stuff. I couldn't find the stuff that they gave me. They gave me more gold, so I have like 42 or 48 gold bars now. People are pissed off because I went fishing and I went hunting yesterday, which was the two biggest money makers that you could do in the game. And you really can't do it now. Like, it's like five bucks each thing. You're sitting there for a good 45 minutes to get absolutely nothing, right? By the time you fish and then you get out, it's double the time. It's double the time, right? It's, it's, it's to the point now that they've nerfed it. Because they stealth, stealth nerfed. they stealth nerfed it, right? And you could totally tell. And everyone's pissed off. So people are trying to protest the game now. Which, at one point, I'm looking at it going, well, Red Dead was a fantastic game. That was a complete game. That had a beginning, a middle, and an end. And it was fantastic. It's one of my favorite games of all time now, right? It's like right up there next to Mass Effect 2. Um, it, it surpassed Red Dead Redemption 1 for me. But the online, man, is just, again, it's a beta, super beta. They, they're, imp they're, in, they're putting in the microtransactions in their super beta. They're, they're slowly bringing stuff out. 
with stuff like this, I just feel like they should just let it cook longer. I understand they have to test it. Uh, I tested Sea of Thieves out for a year before it came out to the public. Okay, like there's ways to do it where you can get a whole group of people to test out your game and yet still, you know, add upon it without without screwing people over, right? I just don't know the deal. I mean, you said it, Sarge, like before it even came out. You said the end game, it's Wild West. It's not going to make it because there's just not enough stuff. There's just not enough stuff. What are you going to do in the Wild West? In Grand Theft Auto V, you got cars and planes and jets and guns and uh, and, and motorcycles. You got all these vehicles and stuff. So what do you think, Sarge? What, what's going on with, with Red Dead Online and all this stuff that's happening with it? Well, this is – I hate being right on certain things, but it's just the it's the – it's the genre. Like the, people like Wild West, but what you can actually put in, and, and a lot of other streamers have already talked about this, so I'm glad it's already getting out. But the amount of stuff you can actually put in a Wild West game to keep it interesting and fresh, and want you to keep playing it as long as you did for GTA V, just isn't there. Like you're, you're, there's no different cars. You don't have planes. You don't got anything. It's just horses. And right. horses with carriages. Right. Like, what is it? What is it? I'm going to be interested in, in that you're going to make that that I'm going to actively pursue farming in a Wild West game in order to get the prize. What's the prize? What's the prize in this game? There isn't one. So, uh, personally, I think that the game makes enough money just from selling itself. They could probably go off the. They could probably just leave it the way it is. Don't say a word and come out in like October and like, here's a whole brand new online. And everyone will be like, cool, now we can play it. Nothing's going to happen that if they just cut it off and just go do something else for now. Right, right. Everyone else will be fine with it. But to, to keep dragging it through the mud when there's very little to do anyway, and now you're going to stealth nerf and fuck around people. Now you're going to cut to double their time. Yeah. Like it doesn't it doesn't give you incentive to want to play. Why do I want to play? <laughs> that, like I, I, that last patch was was decent, right? I shoot you and kill you, and then I don't show up on the map right away, so you can't come hunt me down immediately. You actually have to roam around and find me in the old west. Right. I, I could be anywhere in a tree someplace, but I'm not going to show up on the map. Like I get that's cool. It's, However, why? It's why am I? I got in. Around? I got in yesterday playing online. I went, man, this is a gorgeous game. It's it's such a good game. And I was like, within within ten minutes of me riding my horse, because I had to get to my camp, okay. And I was like, man, this is boring. It's online. I don't understand why they just didn't take. Well, there is a story. There is a story that you could do. I like games like this that I can play with you or Tempest and get in there, and play the online, and have. I would love if they just added. I would pay for it. I would pay for it if it was DLC, and it was actual co-op stories. That you could do together, like rob a train and do all this stuff. And okay. I don't want to hear there people you, tell me. There you go again. 30, 30, 30. Calm down, bro. <laughs> the the days of buying DLC to add to a game are over. Over, bro. <laughs> you can't buy something and play it. It has to be microtransactions. That's the way. Dude, no. It no. It, it just it just hurts me that they, they put a little story in there. It was like what? I think it was like five quests, five five missions or something. Sorry, your your camera's really soft right now. It's got it's got autofocus on. Yeah, see that? 
I gave it the eye. Focuses <laughs> right in on <laughs> the. Uh, so I just wish there was just more to do. There's nothing to do, and then the stuff that you can do, they don't want you to do anymore. Right. They, they nerfed it. Right. Right. This is their way of saying, "Hey, stop hunting and stop fishing and go play the game modes that we made." Right. And that's the wrong thing to do because there are people that want to fish and shoot. Sir. Right. I just want to fish. And if it takes me 45 minutes to make a hundred dollars, great. Let me make a hundred dollars, but to nerf it, it's, it's ridiculous. Now it takes me two hours to make a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's nutty. I like what, what Tempest said. He said, Reddit needs more single player DLC gives G, G give that to GTA. Right. And, and to multiplayer or GTA to multiplayer. And keep Red Dead just single player. I would I wouldn't mind that, but I I also want to play with co op. How cool would it be? And I'm talking like a hard mission, like you rob the train, you rob the train. I know it's coming. Everyone's like it's coming. So is the heists, and the heists took 18 months to come into GTA. 18 months, and they and they they advertised it day one of online. They're like, oh heists are coming, heists are coming. Two months later, heists are coming. Six months later, heists are coming. I'm pretty much done with the game after the first eight months. There are very yeah. rare exceptions that I'm still playing a game after eight months, regardless of what it is. And if you're going to tell me a feature of a game comes out 18 months after, like I might not be interested after that. Right. You, you might you might not be able to bring me back. That's all. I mean, that's all. Is anyone in chat still playing on Red Red Dead Online? Not Red Dead itself. Is anyone? Is anyone still playing Red Dead Online or still playing it? Tempest says no. I loved it. I went back yesterday. I was like, it literally a tumbleweed came across my room. Like I was playing Red Dead and a tumbleweed came across my desk. I was like, holy shit, it's bear. Like I couldn't find anybody in the game. There was like one other guy on my server. I was like, holy Christ, man. Like it was, it was bad. Well, I guess you're not going to break any records now, huh? <laughs> you're not most lucrative game of all time. That's not going to happen with Wild West, I can tell you that. Right, right. All right, so the next story I want to talk about is why when we talk about Amy, uh, Amy, um, what's her name? Amy Henning was the lead director of Uncharted, and she was hired by EA to work on the new Star Wars uh, thing. Hold on one second. Red Dead. Red Dead, and then Star Wars. Okay, so Uncharted director Amy Hayes is uh, hired by EA to work on a new Star Wars game called um, basically a Uncharted-type game for Star Wars, right? This is what it was. Um, they interviewed her, and they asked her what what was the problems and why it didn't, why didn't get finished and why it didn't get made. So her first thing was, starting off, Visceral, as a developer, was a very expensive-to-run part because it was in the middle of San Francisco Bay Area, okay? It's very hard to support. Uh, and compared to studios that cost a third of the price, place elsewhere, uh, and then plus the tax credits and stuff like that. So that's a hard sell. Uh, it was also consisted a dr it was a consistent drumbeat feeling like you had to justify the existence of Visceral, uh, she said, like just being there. Visceral Star Wars title was a, to be a third-person cinematic uh, traversal action game. Henning said that the, the lead to the next problem. Making that type of game using the engine built for first-person shooter games that EA's Frostbite engine, because Frostbite has to be used on all games. Yeah, right? something about it. I don't know what EA is doing there. So that was a huge hurdle, she said. 
we knew going into that that the goal, okay, we were going to put the functionality into Frostbite. A lot of the team was hired to do Battlefield, and so on was the bit of culture shift to make the different kind of game, she said, because the people were used to making a first person, then they were they were moved over here to help her. Normally, uh, you cash for the project, you make the rather than trying it out to make it hard to convert the people from one to the other, that type of game. Uh, the game was very far into development, she said. Another challenge came up in the game, shifting in directions, responding to the market trends and the players' feedback. EA decided to pivot the design to make the title that the players could come back to and enjoy a long time to come, which suggested that they wanted it to become a multiplayer game, multiplayer-focused. Henning, who was uh, extensive in expertise in single-player games like Uncharted okay, and Dead Space, acknowledged that the—or not Dead Space, sorry— Something else. A knowledge that the game was trying to include other modes for multiplayer. And the game and the title more purely linear game, but never worked, right? So they, they were tr they were trying to shoehorn multiplayer into this single-player uh, game. I think that's where EA was uh, in the mood right now. They're looking for more games as a service, a live service model, open-world stuff, trying to crack the nuts versus uh, the more uh, finite crafting experience, she explained. They were trying to make sure that the build with other modes to, to get other people all around it into it by the fundamental spine of the things was more like an Uncharted than no one would not one of these open world live service games. That's a big gap to cross. I don't know how to get from from here to there, she said, and they're trying to push something that may not quite fit into the portfolio as of today and try to do this in a really expensive studio. It was a bit uphill battle and all of it stuff was publicly publicly known and they admitted uh, that she understands that EA's decision to go a different way. It was something we were struggling with the whole time. Does this make sense? Is there something that EA really wants to do? I certainly regret the fact that there's a lot of good games that, that a lot of good game in there that won't see the light of day. So she's upset about that. So hopefully, she says, Visceral Star Wars games hopefully gets reportedly rebooted with uh, EA Vancouver. Put the work into the title. EA Vancouver supposedly used some of the assets from Visceral games. But transition to the title became an open world experience, and this game was canceled in January. So it just it went through this whole process, and there you go. EA is just trying to do live service games, right? They're just trying to do all live service games, and this is what we're talking about earlier before the podcast. It's quality is out the door for quantity. So fifteen bucks a month is actually a pretty good deal if you look at their their library. There's tons and tons of games. On, on their Origins premiere on the PC, right? Battlefield Five. there's the Star Wars Battlefront Two with all the live service. It's keep updating it. They keep updating uh, Battlefield. And now Apex was free-to-play, but it's all these free-to-play games, live service games, Anthem's on there now. So that's what they're looking for. They're looking for games that you pay 15 bucks a month. You have a whole library of games you can play. It's a subscription model. It's like World of Warcraft. So that's why the game got canceled and got torn apart because they were trying to shove multiplayer just like sort of what Bethesda did for PvP. They tried to shove PvP in a PvE world and basically it destroyed the game for a lot of people. So what do you think Sarge about this about this whole Well, we knew it was some we knew it was something around those lines. We knew that at some point in the middle of the development process that something happened and they wanted to do they were going a different direction. Because they're trying to keep up with the with the market, because the market changes so quickly now. But still, it was meant to be a single player game. 
I, I saw three or four titles from from Sony come out single player and they were in the middle of development cycle and when they, that started and they all nobody pivoted yeah. nobody pivoted that severely and they all were successful well that's that's because you you have to look at it in, in the terms of how they're looking at it okay they want all live service games because then that gives the the customer incentive to pay for the monthly subscription because that way when the game's half-baked or not made, you can just wait for them to fix it, and then you get to play for it. You'll get to play when it comes out, right? It's out now. You gave us $15 a month, and you can play all these games. And then as we're fixing or adding more stuff, you can cycle through these games. You, I'll play this I'll play this game now. Now I'll play the first-person shooter. Right. Now I'll play the RPG. Right. Like, And that's how they want it. Because then the pressure's off. There's no due date. There's just we've released something and right the turnaround the turnaround time is faster. They can put a game out faster and then work on it over the next year and a half or two right. years. So you paying sixty dollars, you get a half-ass game. But if you pay fifteen bucks, okay, then you're getting an assortment of games, and they're that not you keep, that you can keep yourself busy with while you're waiting for the game you right. want. Right. So I'm playing Anthem now. I'm done with Anthem. Right, I've I've played my eighty hours worth. Now I can go to Battlefield because they have the the Battlefield Battle Royale coming out, so I can go play that. And then Star Wars has a new update coming out, and then I can go play that in May, yeah, and then the so on and so forth. Is, but the but the scary part about that is if, if let's say the business model was correct, and the, and the assumption was correct, that's what the new business model is going to be in in reality. That means that I'm going to give. Hopefully, I only hopefully I only, I only like EA games, right? Because if I like other games, then I have to pay for their subscription as well, right? Right. So it's fifteen dollars for Origins, ten for it's a hundred bucks. It's a, it's it's a hundred bucks if you pay up right. If you pay straight right. up, it depends yeah. on how many game services I want. Now, if that's the case, how do the developers stay in business? How do the developers get paid if all these games are running amongst it? So that means that all games have to have some type of microtransactions in game in order to supplement the money. Otherwise, how does it work? I, I think fifteen a month, even if millions of people have it. I think you still got to pay these people's bills. No, I think the way it works, and I, I don't have any evidence of this, but I would assume it works sort of like um, like Spotify or anything. So if if I listen to Spotify and I listen to everyone's on the platform, right? So if I pay my monthly subscription for Spotify and I only listen to Taylor Swift songs, Taylor Swift, even though she's not on Spotify, I know that. That's why I'm using her as an example. Uh, you You would pay her because this person pays this much money a month and that person listened to only your so you get paid just like you would get paid for radio listens if and that, stuff like that I, that's just, it's still no, not no. enough no no it is enough it is enough because if it's listened to a million times across the thing and you're getting seven cents for each time it's listened to out of the ten dollars that they pay a month right that's that's your that's your check, right? You get yeah, that. Yeah, but we're talking about games keep coming out. Games. How, you, how how are the developers paying for those games? So perfect. So uh, right now, Just Cause Four, I believe, is coming out on Game Pass. If it's not on Game Pass already, right? I think it's coming out on Game Pass, or it's going to be. It just released in December, right? I'm pretty sure it's on Game Pass, or it's going to be on Game Pass real soon. Okay, a game like that, people buy. Okay, they're going to play it. People that are Just Cause fans are going to buy it day one. Play it. They get. They make their majority of their money up front. Right, no one's buying Just Cause. Like no one in chat right now is going out to buy Just Cause. They might get it if it's in the bargain bin and sale. Okay, so the developers like, well, what can we do? And they're like, well, why don't we put it on Game Pass? They put it on Game Pass. People pay ten bucks a month. If I if they know that I logged in and I'm playing that game, 
then my $10, that, that percentage of that money goes to the developer. That's, that's money in their pocket because they don't have to sell their game anymore. Now they're just making an incurring price. So if someone comes on and plays for an hour, they're going to get paid whatever, the, whatever their contract is for that hour that someone uh, initiated it for. Right, so they're constantly, I don't know, man. they're constantly making money. It's and plus, if it's better if it's in house, right? So EA makes money because all the companies are under the EA umbrella, right? So Apex is not making any money because it's free to play, but they're making money off of the cosmetics. So that's where Respawn's getting their money from. And if EA wants to throw more money at them, they can because they're making a shit ton of money. Where Anthem is making money because they're also putting the economy inside the game as far as the microtransactions for cosmetics. And EA is like, well, if you need any more help, you're getting this many people playing the game. We'll throw some more money at you. Uh, you know, 8 million people played it on, on Origins Premiere. Here's your cut, right? Because they paid 15 bucks for the month. This many people played your game. Here's your cut. I, for the I don't know, man. It's it's one way or the other. It still sounds like a shitty a shitty end for the customer because I'd have to be I have to be signed up for multiple game services. And I'm paying multiple. Well, let's say I'm not playing any kind of WoW game either. That's not counting if I'm playing like an MMO. Right, game. right. You're I'm all bidding for about time. Normal consoles. So if I'm an avid gamer and I like most of the games that come out, that means I'm going to be throwing down at least fifty, sixty dollars a month just on subscriptions. Not to mention. Well, okay. Because I, I got EA, they have to get game. Well, okay, let's let's put it let's put it in. If you buy, what you know? does anyone know the price point for PlayStation's uh, streaming service thing? I don't know what it is. Is it is it like ten bucks? Is it fourteen bucks? What is it? It's in the same it's in the same realm. It's fine. All right, for, let's just for, say for, each for purposes well, of the conversation. EA's fifteen, Xbox Pass is ten. So let's say I'm I'm paying twenty five bucks a month, okay? Or and then let's add Sony. I have three systems. I'm playing them all. I have PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. Let's say it's fifty bucks a month, right? The average person is 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 getting three games, okay? I can prepay my Origins Premiere for a hundred dollars. That's two games, right? So the average person buys three games a year. Okay, so that's that's one hundred eighty dollars a year that they're buying. So, if they pay monthly at the fifty price point, they're going to be paying overpaying. Okay, with all the services. Okay, but if they pay ahead of time and they're paying like a hundred dollars here, and then I think uh, Game Pass you can pay up front right, as well. But see, but that's what I'm talking about in, in the way that in the way that the developers are creating the content, which is unfinished beta garbage, and then pushed out to the public, and then we have to wait for it to be cut up. They want the money up front, and they want to promise the product in the back end. Correct. So Correct. if I'm giving you the money up front every month, I, and I'm hoping that you're working on the game that I like, I don't in, – in my head, I don't like that, I don't like that business Right. If, if you're looking at that one game, I see where the problem is, right? But they, they want you to look at I'm, the assortment of games. At, you, people try to pad out, the, pad out the money for stuff that you have in the background that's supposed to make me feel better about it. I don't give a shit about a library of games that I've already played. Right, if you're interested in that one game. For the sake of boredom, that I'm going to play again waiting for the game that I actually want to be done or finished right. by giving you 15 bucks a month. Right. Right. The games that I play when I feel like playing them, they're on the shelf. I pick them up, I put them in. Or if days go by and I don't have a disc player anymore, I can use the service that transfers my games into digital and then I can still put the fucking game in. So I don't That's... understand the whole idea of giving giving the developers money ahead of time for a product that may or may not happen depending on how well the launch goes and how well the microtransactions are in the game. Right. I mean, my best experience is Sea of Thieves, right? Sea of Thieves, games of service, when the game came out, 
I love the game. I still love the game. I just don't play it because I don't have time to play it because I'm playing other games. Well, that's the other. That's the, that's other, the other time, right? So, if you play a game like that and you're and now I come back a year later, I get to play that game, and it's no skin off my back, right? It's like it's new again because it's it's an old but new because they've added stuff to it, and I don't I don't put any money out of my pocket. Where, I and if I'm bored with that game, there's a hundred other games. I'm like, oh, I'll play this game. I'll go play that game. And every month there's a new update for one of their games, right? There's a new update for something coming out or a new game getting added to the library. How exciting! Right now, now let's talk about time. The thing that everybody has the same amount of. Right. We're competing right? for the same. You can't milk me for more time than I actually have because we all have finite amount of time. So even the most avid gamer, probably who's not in school because they do gaming full time as the job now, because beforehand that wasn't an option. Right. Now it is. Right. So let's just go hardcore. Let's say 10, 12 hours a day, right? 10, 12 hours a day to run through whatever game. Now, for the purposes of the conversation, I would say that type of person would probably subscribe to all the gaming services. Yeah. Right? And they would just download games at will. And then that way they could play whatever game they wanted. But the normal consumer who enjoys X game. 68 hours a week. Right? right? So now I'm competing with a reoccurring games as service model where I have to wait for the game and the content to come out. So then I'm bouncing between games. So they want me to feel out of place so it's more convenient right. to give them the money per month as opposed to can I just buy the game and play the game and finish the game? Like, for instance, Devil May Cry 5, okay? Mm -hmm. For those people that ever played Devil May Cry, I played them all, and I don't play them anymore. I, the last time I played, I think, was 3, and, the, and then the offshoots. I never played 4, okay? But Devil May Cry 5, an amazing game. It's linear. It's fucking crazy because it's animated to the X level, okay? And it has all the bells and whistles in it that you have. Now, that's going to be a game that has a little bit of microtransactions in it that doesn't really mean a lot in the game, but they're still in there. Right. But the game's fantastic. The cutscenes are fantastic. Everybody praises the game because it's Devil May Cry. Now, they're probably going to put that on the shelf someplace and then throw it into a Game Pass or whatever that you get to play that kind I of game. I think Devil May Cry is actually on Game Pass, right. like the older that's ones. That's what I'm are. saying. Right. Those are the kind of games that people get interested in. Like, well, <clears throat> if I I love Devil May Cry Five, but I don't really want to pay another sixty dollars for another Devil May, Cry, Devil May Cry Five game, right? So I'll just get a month of whatever, right? In in your in your mind, right? Because I'll get it for a month only. I'm gonna pay fifteen bucks for the month. Right. I'm gonna play Devil May Cry Five. And then cancel. I mean, right? so now it's beneficial to me because I've saved money. I I think the perfect place for Game Pass is a game like Anthem on EA, right? Like a Game Pass live service game where you're paying a monthly fee. Because people, if they came out straight and said you're paying a monthly fee for this one game, right? A subscription people people would rebel, right? I'm not paying a subscription model for this game. Right? But you are right. Correct. We we figured it out earlier today. Um. We did it. We did a thing, and it came out to like five dollars. Guys, guys did it for Destiny. Yeah, it was like five dollars and sixty-five cents for a sixty-dollar, or, or for, for the for the whole price of Destiny over the last two years. It was five dollars and sixty-five cents since Destiny Two launched. Right? If you paid, if you paid for Destiny Two, you paid for Forsaken, and you go and you bought the annual pass. Okay. Right now, if you divide it through the twenty-four months that it's been out, or whatever, or the eighteen months, whatever it's been out, it's it's like five dollars and sixty-five cents. Okay. But if you said 
that you were charging five dollars and sixty-five cents a month, people would be like, "Fuck you! I'm not paying for that." Right. But that shows that shows the mentality of the customer base of what they do and do not know about the money involved in their product. Right. I, that I, says that says a lot. I'm because I, if I'm paying that every month and no one knows about it, and you don't care because it's being taken from you slowly over the month. Right. But if it's something you really enjoy, you don't mind paying the price. Exactly. It's completely fine. Exactly. That's what that's what but I'm saying. How is that how is that different than just buying a DLC? I want to continue yeah, the story. It, the, I want to buy the, the next the difference is the difference is if you buy if you buy the DLC, they can get $90 out of you or $100 out of you. But if you buy the pass, they can get $120 out of you or $180 out of you based on what they're whatever the price is, right? And it, can you milk me, Greg? right? And uh, <laughs> there's, there's, it doesn't sound like a lot. Like if I'm paying $120 because that's two video games, right? It's two video games, but times that by millions of people, millions of people, right? And then that's where it is, right? Well, that's what they go by, right? Right. If, it's if it's the masses. I don't, I don't know all the numbers anymore. I keep throwing them in the air, but 84 million PlayStations, you said. Uh, 80 million PlayStations sold, 84 we'll, million we'll Xbox say, 360s. Yeah, we'll yeah. just say 80 million PlayStations, right? So they're hoping on growth end over end. They're hoping for 15, 10% to 15% growth year over year with the Sony service. Hoping, right? So that means we'll take the, we'll take the low end, 20 million times 12 months. It's a lot of money. Right. It's a lot of money coming in. But what's the justification of... What I'm allowed to play, a games is the game library. I got games I want to play. I got games here. I get it. I get it. But if I want to play games like I normally play, I only buy certain ones because that's the kind of games I like. But now I'm I'm I sign up for multiple services. But you can't play them all. Right. I don't have time to so, play them so, all. It's so, not possible so Duplis, to play them all. Duplis wrote in chat, PS4 is like $100 for the year. EA is $100 for a year, and I think Game Pass is $100 a year. So if you bought all three services and you didn't never bought a game, you're paying $300 a year for all the game services. Plus the plus playing for Xbox Live or PlayStation, whatever you... That's true. That's another get, like 30, get, 30, get, 30 get, to $50 get, in the thing. So you're, you're about $400 in, right? Are we cleaning our internet bill? I would assume you're that, right? You got to add the internet bill. Internet bills. That's like 50 bucks a month, all depending on what your service is, right? So to play all three services... Plus, plus your internet charge, plus your your, your Xbox so and pay, stuff. So now I'm paying for another cable bill. You're you're about eight hundred dollars a year. You're about eight hundred dollars a year. Right, so I'm paying for another cable bill. Yeah, that's basically what you're paying, right? Loosely, loosely. As, a, as opposed to the average gamer buying three games a year. Correct. Right. Which is one hundred and twenty dollars. Well, you still have to pay for your internet, and you still got to pay for your yeah. You still got yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah. They 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 got to milk you, bro. They got to. They, but, they... You, you, but you only have so much time. You only got so much time. Well, that's, that, that's I, the I problem. I understand where they're trying to go. I, I'm waiting to see what the delicate balance of the consumer base is going to be, though. When is it? When will they realize what it actually is? I want to. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if Anthem might be the official turning point because Fallout 76 was a big roadblock. I'm hoping that now they start to get it to like. I don't think I should buy this game when it first comes out. That well, I, I don't think I should. I don't think I should pre-order. I'm not. I'm not buying any any gas service ever again. Like D Division Two is coming out, I'm gonna be. Are you not buying it? I'm not buying it. I'm not getting it. I'm not pre-ordering it. I I never pre-order. I'm not getting it day one. I'm not getting it week one. I'm not getting it month one. 
I'm waiting. They they can have 10 out of 10 ratings. I don't care. It could be the best game to ever come out for a looter shooter. I know what I played in the beta. I know it's not going to be that way. Anyway, it could come out and be perfect. I'm going to wait because I want to see what the content that they're bringing out before I purchase the game. Because I know what the game's going to be. I understand there's a lot more to do. But I'm not doing it again. I got burned on Destiny. I got burned on Destiny 2. I got burned on Division. I didn't get burned on Anthem. I knew what I was getting. But Anthem was the last straw for me. I was like, I like Anthem. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is the game of service. This is how they're going to do the games. Half a game, full price. And I have to wait over the long period to get the full game. Cool. I'm done. I'm not going to get Division 2 when it comes out. I'm going to wait. Um, seven months from now, there'll be people on the podcast that talk about Division 2. I'll just stay quiet the entire time because I'm not playing it. I'm, I'm not playing it. I just I don't feel like it's it's happening. Destiny 2. They just had an update. We'll talk about this for the last like couple of minutes. Okay. They just had an update for uh, the, the Drifter. I haven't played it yet. I was going to play it, and then I was like, you know, I've been watching other people play it. I have no interest in it. Do you know when, like, you're, like, in love with somebody when you're a kid, you know, like a teenager? Like, you're, you have this, like, girlfriend that you're really, like, into, and then all of a sudden something happens and you lose complete interest in that person, and you're just done. You're just done with that person, okay? That's what, what Destiny is to me right now, right? Destiny is that to me where – that's why I always called her my stripper girlfriend, okay, is that I was in love with this game, and this game never – hit its potential of what it was, right? And I went to Guardian Outpost's stream today, and I said, hey, you're not playing Destiny, you're playing Zelda. He's like, yeah, I, I, I played Destiny today for two hours. He's like, I, I've lost my love for it. And I said, that's why I always call it my, my stripper girlfriend. He started laughing and said, he's like, yeah, there's people try to make their stripper girlfriend into somebody, but really it's just for fun. He's like, you don't bring that home to your parents. You, you meet someone else. And he goes, I met someone else. It's Zelda, right? And he's playing Zelda now on the, on, the, on the Nintendo. And I was like, you know where I'm from now. What I used to talk, because we were on a podcast together. We were on the Rages Brown table like two years ago together. And he used to always make fun of me. He's like, he's like, Destiny's awesome. Destiny's great. And I'm like, it's not. And he's in the spot where I am now about Destiny. And I said, welcome. And I wasn't trying to be like an asshole about it. I was like, welcome to the club. Like, you feel how I felt back then. And uh, he goes, yeah, but I've never played a game like that before. He's like, you've been playing games like this for years. He goes, and I get it now. That's that's the difference. He says, I get it that's now. That's the difference. Yeah, he said, I get it now. He says, I see where you're coming from. He's like, he's like, I turned on Destiny 2, and he's like, I just didn't care. Like, it's not there. So what they did in this update, they've nerfed everything. It's the, it's the age of the nerf. They nerfed all the guns. Even though they said that they were never going to nerf anything again. They were always going to raise yeah. stuff up. Even though yeah. raising something up nerfs other things. But they said they weren't going to nerf, and they nerfed ev pretty much everything across the board. So much so, I was watching people play. Guns are just not doing the same thing anymore. Certain weapons. You want to know why? I would love why. I believe I believe they nerfed it because of that uh, that horde mode. That's why. Well, it's not really a you, horde they, mode. They didn't want you. They didn't want you uh, nuking through that horde mode. Well, it's not, no, it's not even that. I don't even think it's that. I, I honestly don't even know what it is. The horde mode's not even a horde mode. It's two rounds. That's it. It's never a horde mode. They're never going to give us a horde mode. Just like Jack Black's never going to play a video game on his YouTube channel, right? It's just not going to happen, okay? There's there's, there's just something about Destiny, and people are starting to realize it, Sarge. I've been talking about it for four years, this, this, right? The small little section of what it is. And here it was. It used to be like this, right? 
And then every content came out, it got smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And here's the Drifter. It's literally Gambit. It's Gambit Prime. It's a new Gambit mode, which is the same Gambit mode with the, it's the same method. Race to 25 moats, race to, race to the end of the game, burn, burn, the, burn the boss, be done with it. It's got a couple different things added to it, so it makes it more interesting. The whole thing, though, is that there, there's just something wrong about it. Okay, what is this one that you just sent me? Is this Forbes? Is this uh, from Paul Tassi? Who, me? No, no, t uh, Tweak sent me. Oh. oh, Paul Tassi sent it. Gambit Prime is making me lose my faith in humanity. <laughs> 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 I will read this. Okay, I'm currently playing Destiny 2 full-time, trying to bump up my power level and my characters so I can suck less in Reckoning. That's the other part of the game, right? They added the That's Reckoning. That's the Horde mode. Uh, though, of course, the solo purpose of the Reckoning right now, at least, is to farm armor for Gambit Prime. Gambit Prime would be in surface seem like a simplification of Gambit, given the only one round, 100 motes, one boss at the end. And yet, in many ways, it's more complicated. And that witnessed the past few days, it made me question my faith in humanity. I'm, I am no super genius, but in the way that I've seen the community, no just struggle with, but to completely ignore the pretty obvious mechanic in Gambit Prime has been something to, be, to behold. Here's how Gambit Prime works. Collect motes, send blockers. Too many blockers will drain your motes, so you have to clear them. After 100 motes, the boss spawns with the immune shield. You can take down the shield with three uh, envies uh, and marked on the map. Uh, uh, Envoid, sorry, Envoy. Uh, spawn Well of Light will drain against the boss and simply as a grate for 20 seconds or so. And after this shield comes back, you will have to kill more and repeat until you have the final burn to the boss. As far as the mechanic goes, it's not terribly deep. But given that how much the entire Destiny community seems to struggle with the concept of killing <laughs> two of them. In regular Gambit before taking down the boss and still struggles with their, their drifter now yelling about it, I knew it was probably going to be a mess. Uh, a man in his mess is great argument will only see against the raid matchmaking, something I used to support heavily, heavily. Though the enthusiasm for this wavered in recent times because of things like this, people just cannot get their heads around Gambit Prime's mechanics, which is, has turned Prime Evil phase into almost endless slogs of taking up 60-70% of the match and will admit to every will admit in the very first game I tried to burst the primeval as soon as he spawned because I didn't see the the immune shield. But after that, I got the the gist of it. But I've seen people let their moats drain from sixty to zero because no one helped clear the blockers. People unload multiple supers through immune bosses, to, uh, multiple immune phases. People not killing, not even doing the clearly marked and only way to remove the phase forward. People not going to the, the well of the light once it spawns and whacking the boss from close range, doing 5% of the damage. Uh, people blowing all through the supers and heavy ammo at the first time they see the boss. So basically, these, these, these all sound these, these all sound like things that someone would do that have never played Destiny before. Right, or clear Meanwhile, our... you've been playing Gambit now for like three months, yeah, four months, four, right? Five months, yeah, five months. Okay, it came so out everyone with... understands Gambit, right? You know how to play Gambit. Yeah. But when we put this, the, the higher end Gambit in, Everyone becomes a mentally retarded person. It's it's the difference. The difference with this game mode is that you, you have do, to work together. You do reckoning. You get this gear. It gives you perks on the gear. And there's three tiers of this of this gear. So the more you yeah, do, but it sounds like communication problem all the way. That the game Except though is just not. And then leveling, just to level. Okay, if you were playing, we're gonna go over a little bit. If you were playing, if you were playing um, the other annual pass before this, right, to get your light level up to. 650 with the forges if you didn't do that 
you probably are not going to do it now, right? So then this comes out, and they give you a way to get up to 640, right? I'm like 626, I believe. They give you a way to get to 640. Well, you can't do the reckoning until you're like 650, really. I mean, you can. You can get in there at 640, but you're, you'll have struggles, right? So to level up, people are trying to level up, and it's taking hours and hours and hours to go up one point like lona was playing today for like eight hour eight or nine hours he went up three three points he went from like 363 to 365 or 366 it's a struggle right it's just not and you're, and you're just doing the same same loops and stuff right almost sort of like what i'm doing an anthem right now just doing the tyrant mind doing the scar mind whatever there's no depth to this content and everyone's like oh well the thorn's coming back Look, the thorn oh, was already joy. in the, the thorn's coming back. The, the thorn was already in the oh, game. Oh man, okay. I might come in for a day. They've added. <laughs> they've I added. They just for the thorn. Well, you you need a lot more to get it, Sarge. Right now, you can fast forward and play six forty, but then you're not playing the old content. So you paid an annual pass of thirty five dollars. Your time, you didn't have enough time to complete the forge right in the twelve weeks. Right now, you can fast forward yourself and skip. Like I can go from six twenty six. Skip twelve weeks. Go right. Ahead. I I, got, I went from six twenty six. I've not even unlocked. I just unlocked the second forge. I haven't even found the third forge yet. I can now surpass all that light level and go right to the new content. Okay, and leave that old content behind because it doesn't matter. The guns and stuff it doesn't matter. See, that's what people don't understand. Right? They're like they're like, well, you can still go get the guns, but it doesn't matter. The new meta is here. The new meta is here. The new guns that they've brought in. That's the meta. That's it. This old game doesn't matter. Here it is. Here's the game. You're buying the game and you're segmenting yourself off to this. They did a quality of life, and I actually saw this. Someone say, "Oh, it's such a good quality of life." They actually put names on the uh, on the lost sectors. Hold on a second. They put names on the lost sectors, so you can see them on the map now. Aren't they just called sectors now? Because they're not lost. You can find them pretty fucking easy now. You're like, oh, it's over there. There's, there's the thing. So much so now when you do a daily or something, it says you need to go to this lost sector. You just turn the map on. And you go, hey, there it is. You don't even remember it. You don't even have to remember where it is anymore, right? The lost sectors are no longer lost anymore. They're just sectors. They're just sectors. And I know that's so minute, okay? But at the same time, it's, it's gigantic, right? They don't care. They don't care. They add something, and they just like, Let's add lost sectors. It'll be fun for people to find these lost sectors, right? It'll be really hard to find. And now here it is. A year and a year and a couple months later, they've added names to the lost sectors, right? They're no longer lost. They dummy down the game. There's no point to go after certain loot. You get the thing because it looks cool, not because of what it does. Once you get a weapon, they nerf it. It doesn't matter. Get all the guns you want. They're going to nerf everything that you get, right? Here comes new weapons. They nerf it because of the new weapons that come in. They don't care about the player. They do not respect the player's time. We're talking about time here, right? It's all it's all coming back together here, guys. You have the set amount of time to play games, to watch movies, to spend time with your family. When you play a game and you struggle for 30 hours, 40 hours, 60 hours, 1,000 hours, you have all the guns, you have all the things, and then they decide to say, we're going to nerf that. We're taking that away, right? They nerfed they, they nerfed the super that I used to use with the knives, right? the dagger throws that, that linked up to three times and burned everybody, right? I never used grenade launchers because it was faster to kill them with that. They nerfed that. That's gone. You can't do it anymore, right? So no more superhero hunter, right? And everyone's like, 
Well, you shouldn't be doing that anyway. No, I should be able to play the game how I want to play, right? And if that's what I choose, I should be able to choose that. If I want to play geared, with... I geared myself up right. to do those abilities. Right, that's what I wanted to do, right? I don't need your guns because your guns don't mean anything. My actual super, or not even, it wasn't even a super. It was just the toss knives, right, with the, with the gear I was wearing. I was doing more damage than my guns. So why would I use the guns? If you're going to nerf the guns, now you're nerfing my ability, right? You nerfed my ability, so now I have to use your guns. So I use your guns, and now you nerf the guns. It's like, what do you want me to do? I can't play your game. You won't let me play the game how I want to play. It makes no sense. So I didn't even play the new content yet. I'm only saying this stuff based on what I've seen. I'm like, nope. I have. I want to play it this weekend just so I can talk about it on the podcast on Monday. But I, just thinking about it right now, I'm, de I'm getting depressed. Like, I don't even want to play it because I— it's like I have to go pick up my stuff from the ex-girlfriend's house. I'm like, ah, just keep it. Just right. keep it. <laughs> yeah, but you, but you know what, though? The the Anthem Division 2 or the Division 1 sequel, whatever you want to call it, uh, make Destiny look better. They do. That's like, why I want to go back. Scary, I'm like, the scariest part about it is Division and <coughs> Anthem have done the greatest service to Bungie ever is they made Destiny look better. You got to look at – you got to look at Bungie – and they look at Division when it came out and went, how do these guys make the same mistakes as us? We were out two years before them. Then right. they're looking at Anthem going, these guys had six years. They're making the same mistakes that we made. right? At least Destiny's – they are learning. Oh, they're solid. Right? solid. They are learning, but it's like solid. they have to be laughing at themselves. They're like, we have no content right now. Like none. We have no content right now, and these games are coming out, and they're not even taking our – like the player base is down. Don't get me wrong. Right, but but not not substantially. Right, and not because of those two games. Right, there's other games that people are playing. We're we're about to find out. A couple more games are going to come out. We're going to see if the population swings a little bit. We'll see. Oh, it's it's hurting, it's hurting. A lot of people are not playing. A lot of people haven't gone back yet. We'll wait to see what weekend what, what happens this weekend. Right, but it, it's down. The numbers are down. Bungie has to be going. Oh shit! Like we don't know. How, we don't know what we're doing. Who? Let's let's do something. Like, what are we doing? I don't know. Let's roll dice. Let's throw something at that dartboard over there. Let's see what it says. I, I like. I did like. I did like your your conversation on Monday on the Rageless Roundtable when you guys talked about how they're slowly incrementing getting rid of Crucible. I that was my speculation. I said it last week on the show, right on 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 that and and on. I here. do like. I do like that hypothesis that because because it, it seems that way. They, they they are such at a critical point where they cannot balance the game. They cannot balance the game, so they got rid of trials because they cannot balance the game, right? indefinite ban of a trials there's no trial so now we're down to crucible so we make gambit which which takes over the spot of crucible right right because it's a pve slash they got rid of they got rid of trials game. they got rid of trials right. right right and so hey listen i i expect after this year of of the mcguffin when this year is over they're going to be start advertising for whatever destiny 3 is supposed to be mm. and uh yeah, I'm Gator, not waiting for that train. Gator came in. Gator loves the podcast, so shout out to Gator. Uh, Gator came into my, my stream today and said, I'm calling it right now. Destiny 3 will be online, like an online game, like an MMO, like an RPG type thing. I said, there's no way in hell. And I, he goes, that's coming out this September. I'm like, there's no <laughs> way. There's no way in hell it's coming out. I said, I said that's such a that's such a whack out uh, uh, speculation. I said I understand why people look at me now on this podcast when I say things. <laughs> I, I looked at him real quick. This is the last day. We're way over, but I don't care. With all this online service games, the gas games, okay, Borderlands Three is going to be shown or something talked about at PAX East at the end of this month. 
Okay, it's been a, it's a, it's official. My statement to you guys in chat and Sarge, I want to know your opinion. Okay, I, I talked about this the other day in the stream, and I said, what if? Because when Borderlands came out, there was no microtransactions. There wasn't microtransactions. It was the last game that could come out before microtransactions. They actually had a game, sold DLC, good story, good looter shooter, everything there. Since then, there's been Defiance, Warframe, Destiny, Division, Division 2, Destiny 2, and now Anthem. Okay? That's like eight games that have come out since Borderlands 2 for looter shooters. What if, remember it's 2K now, 2K owns Borderlands, okay? What if Borderlands turns in, I, I hate to say it, it might happen. I don't, I don't want to think about okay. it. Okay, what about if they turn into an Anthem, a Division, a Destiny, where there's microtransactions involved, and it's a games as service, where the game doesn't come out complete, and they start selling it piece by piece, or over like an annual pass, or not the, not the traditional DLC method, but... What happens then? What do you guys think? Do you think this is possible, or do you think Borderlands Three will be like, nope, we're gonna we're gonna do it right, and we're coming out with Borderlands Three, and it's exactly like Borderlands Two, and I mean the way it, the way it is, like full game, millions of guns, looter shooter, fun replay replayability, or do you think it's gonna be broken up like all these other games have been coming out? I don't. I think that they 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 might they might jump the shark i think this might be this one might be the downfall of borderlands that when the third one comes out because they're going to follow the, the uh microtransaction business model i believe they would do you, you think they will right i believe they would because because uh, as, a, as a business standpoint there's too much money left on the table if they don't i i i but i think I, I, I would think it'd be, it would be the downfall of the series though i i, I believe so too i think people would love they would push to love it because they want to. They want to love it. Right. And then they would fight for it and be blinded by it because they don't want to admit that it's like Destiny or like the other games. Right? I I hope I hope I'm 100% wrong. But for not hearing... My, my guess is, my guess is third-person Borderlands. No. You think so? They got to do something new. I mean, I wouldn't mind being able to see my actual character run around. They, That's why I, I know, but if they if they do that, then they have to make it third person, first person. Like you get to choose. Okay, well that's, that's fine. Right. I I think though the problem is. I, I think the problem is they they might do it, just because of where the market is, and we haven't heard anything, heard nothing well, about Borderlands but, Three. But, but that's done on purpose. That's no. Done on purpose. Yeah, but what I'm saying is we haven't heard anything because I think they. They were changing things to make it like what I'm talking about yeah. and not like Borderlands. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's Borderlands, but it, it's like the New World Borderland type stuff. I don't know. That's just a thought. I don't know what you guys think in chat. Listen, if it, if it became what, – what happens if they went What happens if they went balls to the wall? What happens if they turn it into to Borderlands worlds? And it's not it just be. one planet you're on. You're, you're going all over the fucking place. I, I've, actually, I've actually said that a couple – I think it was last year sometime. I said, what about if they did a like an online? like a, It was called Worlds, like uh, Vault Hunter World or something. Borderlands 3, Vault Hunter World or something. That'd be cool. Yeah, we're, we're like you're, you're actually searching for different vaults on different planets and things like that. But that means then it would be like a like a Destiny, right? That would be on – it would be like a Destiny if you're doing Worlds like that. And, uh, what was it? When was the last time the game came out? When was Borderlands 2 out? Oh, nine. Oh, no, no, no. Um, no, no. It's been eight years, I think. 
Borderlands to Come on, it's been out a while. <clears throat> 2012. So it's been 7 years. 7 years. Okay. So in theory, the game's been worked on for at least that long. Right. At least 7 years. Right. By the time it comes out, it could be 8. Right? right. All depending on when they when they started it. Yeah. Remember, remember the pre-sequel, people hated the pre-sequel. Right? But no one said it was the downfall of, of Borderlands because it was no. a different company, right? It was a different no. company. Right. So I mean it was interesting. <clears throat> it'll be next gen. It'll be next gen, but it'll also come out in this gen as well. It'll be the two. We talked about that last week as well. I said it would come out for both systems, which then begs to differ like what's happening right now. They could have an exclusive deal with Xbox, Borderlands something. Something coming out, you know? Excuse Don't me. Know. Uh, we won't see Borderlands 3 till next console cycle. Well, King, if you were here earlier, uh, we predict that Borderlands 3 might come out. Uh, well, last week we talked about it. It might come out later this year, all depending on when the next consoles come out. This week we just talked about Xbox talking about a discless console that's coming out in May, pre-orders in April uh, in May, and then they're already talking about the new specs of the new Xbox. E3, they could announce it maybe sometime this year. If not, it'll be early next year. Early next year, even if it is, even if it's one year from now, Borderlands three, one year from now, so next March it comes out. I mean, Borderlands two released in September of two thousand eight. Borderlands one released March twenty fourth two thousand fifteen. Or I'm sorry, that was uh that was the re release. Borderlands one, or I should just scale. We'll call it Borderlands. Borderlands release date. 2009 October so if you look at that October 20th September 18th it could be this year it could be September of this year which would be a good cycle well, for them we're, we're gonna know something at the end of the month right we're gonna know something <laughs> all right and that will be the last story of tonight generation x gaming episode 161 in the can appreciate you guys coming out and watching and listening if you're listening on itunes spotify google play or anchor i appreciate you guys very much hit that follow button sub button star button heart button whatever button it is make sure you're following uh on those audio platforms if you want to see us live you can come on thursday nights at 8 p.m eastern on mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming you can follow me at 30 and still gaming on twitter so you know when i go live Follow Sergeant Sarge McCluskey at Twitter. Follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore gaming. Appreciate you guys very much, and we'll see you guys on the next one. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.